Welcome everybody to Footy and Frothy's, a glorious evening in Western Sydney. The boys here are ready to rock and roll, but usually we're playing some music about now as we did our intro. I got a message today from Barney and he was quite keen to sing us in, which I thought was a bit weird, but I thought, you know, why not? We'll go for it. And then the more I thought about it, I thought, well, the rest of us have to pull our weight. So I bought some percussion instruments, thought we'll play him in as well. So can I get you, Ollie, just to uh, just tap on this block of wood for me? That's very nice, Ollie. Now, Trev, can you just scrape this weird-looking thing? Thank you. Yep. Perfect, Trev. Uh, Dino, mate, before you duck out, can I get you just to play these, just these bongos? Thanks, mate. Mariah, um, I think what we need now, some tin cans. Go for it. All right. I'm ready to chime in. I've got the xylophones at the ready. Ready, boys? Here we go. Yes, welcome back here to the Grey Gums, or Barney's Garage. The Colonial Hotel or Daggy's Back Deck, it doesn't matter where we are, because we're here to drink frothies and talk footy. We talk footy because footy is the number one game in town. Yo, just ask anyone around. Yo. Good job, team. That was awesome. Uh, production wow. Awesome. Awesome. We are... Just grab a breath, everybody. Good music there. Welcome aboard to Footy and Frothy, September the 22nd of 2020. Everyone's just catching their breath after some fine instrument work, but uh, welcome aboard the old TL. We've got uh, one of the A-graders back here, Trev, from your brief hiatus. How are you? I'm awesome, mate. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Ollie keeps his number 14 spot. Yeah, I'm still trugging along. What's it? Five, six weeks in a row now. Feels a bit longer than that, but I'm still here. You've qualified for grand final, so that's okay. (laughs) Oh, good. Well done. And Barney, hello. Yeah, lined myself up and got absolutely knocked over there. Didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> well done, mate. Well done. Uh, Barney, outstanding on the vocals. Next week you can do win between uh. my le- legs. Um, all right, so big week of footy. Plenty to discuss as always. We've got some homework for everyone this week, so the show can't possibly go any shorter, which is good news. But let's do the review first, and uh, let's kick off with the Bunnies, 16 going down to the Dogs, 26. Tell us some stats. Yeah, what a game. 74% completion by Souths, 92 to the Dogs. 31 out of 42 sets for Souths and 34 out of 37. Uh, seven, seven line breaks to six. Uh, South leading that stat. 32 tackle busts to 24. South leading that stat as well. 11 offloads to 10. 381 tackles for South. 321 for the Dogs. Four penalties conceded by South and six by the Dogs. Errors 13 to South, which is obviously... Pretty much what killed them off in uh, when they whenever they're in attacking position, and three to the dogs. South also had uh, man binned. Yep. Cook with 62 tackles, Tomlin with 46, uh, Allen with 189 metres and Ockenball with 236. Cook with 71 supercoach points, Murray and Graham also with 71 supercoach points, Ockenball with 83 and Fatala Mariner with 78. Yeah, let's go first. Yeah. All right, jump straight in, eh? Hey? Souths, uh, Souths are soft for the first 20 minutes. Um, and, yeah, the dogs, dogs absolutely ambushed them in that first 20 minutes. Um, Tom, that's the best game I've seen Thompson play. I was going to say, yeah, he my was first point, he's a prop. in the middle. Clearly he's a prop. Not, yeah, he got signed as a prop. And sure. I know he's smaller than a lot of the props, and I think that's probably the, was the thinking when he came, but he's a, one of the best props 
if but he plays it every week. He sort of just got stuck running a, a single line either out or in in line. Yeah. Whereas in the middle, he sort of picked his own lines and started using his footwork. And he had a, he, there was a, nice, a couple of nice short passes there as well. Um, yeah. Uh, Ockenball is a game changer when he's at his best, yeah. and he was pretty close to it on the weekend. He's a um, big, strong winger and uh, does a lot of work. Uh, Avarillo looks looking more like a six every game he plays. Um, he came out during the week as well and said that that's, that's his spot that he's looking for. He's for next a little year. bit. Um, so. He's a bit bigger than I thought as well. Like when you see him out wide, he looks small, but he's actually not yeah, tiny. He doesn't mind. Uh, he's, doesn't he's mind the contact. Yeah. 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 Um, Sewell was strong, but he got a little bit gun shy after he got binned. I thought he sort of went went missing a little bit. You, after could, um, he did you that. could read it all over him too, couldn't you? Like yep. he was. He, every time he tackled someone, he's looking up, going, "Oh, was that all right? Was that all right?" Um, where were we? Uh, Cook, was, Cook and Murray were really good. Um, but Josh Jackson, he had one of the games he's had for a long time. Uh, two try savers, one on one with Murray, which um, actually, you know, dragged it back there. Souths were looking like they were starting to get on top, and he saved two tries in the space of about 15 minutes. I'm pretty sure it was. Alan looks like a solid fullback. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, chimes in well. Agreed. Uh, doing a good job there. And, um, yeah, the dogs have done the job for everybody. The Broncos are now at the bottom, and we hope that continues, yeah? So. Um, Reynolds a bit of the invisible man for large yeah. parts of the game. Well, like I said, they, they go into that mode where they go back through him, and then he doesn't quite know what to do apart from kick it away. And um, they didn't they, – they, the, uh, the Bulldogs' defence was quite good. They just straightened him up and said, well, you're not coming down here, uh, and really manned up. I agree. Ockenball is such a weapon. Like, he gets another year on his belt. He'll end up in the back row by the time he's yeah, done. Yeah, but, but he's got another year on the wing. Brilliant. Yeah, uh, and um, Tolman got dragged along with uh, Thompson. Yeah, he was probably his best game for a while. Yep. And the, the, I thought the Fords dominated. I thought their Fords really bullied Souths as much as anything. And then South Sewell was really the only one standing up. And yeah. Then he got well, then that 10 minutes, it showed straight up. And then the only time uh, really bunnies came back into the game was when Bulldogs had their starting Fords off. And once that came back on, the arm wrestle went back the other way. I just thought Bulldogs are the better team. And after saying that Souths were a top four team last week... I am dubious on them now, very dubious, which was through all the reasons we've discussed their weaknesses are previously, really. Ollie? Uh, I'm going to sound like a broken record here and echo both your sentiments, but you can't go past Tolman and Thompson in the forwards. Great game from both of those plays. You know, when he was coming over from England, Justin Holbrook said that he reckons Luke Thompson was the best prop in the world and he was hyped up as such. And then the Bulldogs signed him and it was like, okay, let's really see if he is. Then they started him at lock. They've had him coming off the bench. And I think Trent Barrett, um, watching behind the scenes now, will definitely see, okay, I need to start this guy at prop full-time starting next season. And, and he said he's staying now. There was a bit of riffing. And yeah, and well, just before we came on, I saw that it had been reported that Trent Barrett will not be re-signing eight Bulldogs players, and one of those names was Aiden Tolman, so there's Luke Thompson's spot there um, to start full-time next year. Uh, but just on Corey Allen... How old's well, Tolman? Tolman... Oh, I think he's older. 32, 32, 30, 31. Yeah. The thing is, the problem is, once you get old as a prop, you're not... He's probably going to be lucky to be playing for 250 next year. Takes but, a good prop to get past he, he 30, might. really. But even if Dean Pay was still out coaching there, Tolman was out the door anyway. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think so, yeah. So That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know where he's going to go unless he's happy to play. He might be happy to play for 200. Oh, mate, uh, you take uh, him for 200 hey, at most clubs. He does plenty of work. Yeah. yeah 200 is cheap, really. Mm. Anything else? 
I'll, I'll say Corey Allen again. I'll say it. Although it was really important for the Bunnies to re-sign AJ because he's having a great season. Alex Johnson. It will be to Corey Allen's detriment because he's played very well at fullback and on the wing. I just don't be surprised if some some of the teams come looking to get him out of that contract. Mate, that is because there's that a is few true. teams that need a fullback, but it fit into a few teams. But it'd be a shame for South Sydney to let him go, especially the way he's playing in that side right now. You could argue because he is a bit younger. He well, the trail comes I, I, back. I they, AJ's there. Yeah, it, it, there's a lot of depth, but I mean, it, if they didn't resign AJ, there was probably a wing spot for him there. He would have been oh, the sure. next best, but he's going to be the second string centre, winger, and fullback next year because he can sort of play all five positions. But I, I mean, I think he's. A, yeah, a the only upside of that is there's very likely he'll play every week because someone's going to be injured. Someone but will be injured. He'll, but he yes, could be a starting fullback be a starter, for the Dogs, the Tigers. Um, you could throw in another oh, couple yeah. of teams, Broncos. Um, looking for a fullback. Yeah, they are now, aren't well, they? Well, they, that's where he got all his hype when he was in the Broncos system and they let him go. So would they re-sign him now? Needy, gritty sure. and the desperate, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing now. The, if, if Bulldogs are floating the market with these, uh, they're looking to fill eight spots. There's not, it's 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 a very shallow pool that all these teams are hoping to fill. A, none of these teams that are in the bottom eight are going to come up with a match winning, a premiership winning squad next year. Oh, there'll be a few people breaking contracts, I'd imagine, before the start of next year. Well, there's still the, 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 the irony is the flow on is Cameron Smith. If Smith gets out, of, if Smith plays on, there's potentially two hookers looking for a club. <laughs> well, Sterling said today that he thinks Brandon Smith would be perfect for the Titans next year. I don't know if that had happened, but it seems like the Titans either want to try and sign Cameron Smith or if Smith retires or re-signs with the Storm, they want to get the Smith, Smith or Grant or Grant. Like they, So I don't know. They could end up with one of them, but um, I'm not sure. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trev, much from the game? Do you see it? Or? Uh, guys, I think yeah, you just covered every, all the bases there, so... <laughs> Good job. Uh, and... Oh, we'll, yeah, I'll throw it to you. Uh, I don't know if we saved him. As a whole, was this? It was entertaining. Was this the worst round of football in a long time? Yeah, there was some. There was no. Football. There was no. Was. The games weren't boring, but wasn't some there, teams just went down in my scrappy. estimation. Yeah, there's some oh, very scrappy. I, I, just um, think, I, I just think it's that time of year where teams know we're not going to make the eight, and you got teams who know they're going to make the eight. So it was just more... And certain personalities just can't get just, themselves up. If right. they know yeah. they're and then there's also yeah. the rusty... I suppose the blokes coming in for the resting players are yeah, rusty. Right. And I think I know what just... might be the worst round of the season, but um hasn't happened yet. So. <laughs> Kicks off on Thursday? Kicks off on oh, Thursday. It might be, but you know And maybe it's just because I'm watching so much football these days. It's going to be so interesting to watch some of these teams as well. You know, it could this be is the first glimpse of uh, reserve grade we get all here, really, because we get to see some, yeah, some we'll sprint players, for but that's for later. Penner 32, Cowboys 12. Penner are just uh, clinical. Kickout was absolutely rampant. He uh, he just had, had a day out. And as I keep saying, Luai is an elite 5'8 now. He just knows his role. He fits that team. And it's pretty to watch. But some stats can happen here now. Yeah, 70% completions for the Cowboys, 31 out of 44 sets. And 76% for the Panthers, which was 34 out of 45. Two line breaks to the Cowboys, four to Penrith. 24 tackle busts to the Cowboys and 33 to Penrith. Six offloads to 13. Tackles were 368 to 361. Cowboys gave away one penalty and Penrith gave away six. Uh, 14 errors to 16. Top tacklers were Cotter with 61 and Kenny with 60. Holmes with 154 metres and Kickout with 180. 
Drinkwater got 70 Supercoach points, Felt with 53, Kickout with 102, and Cleary with 73. Ollie? Uh, just on Jerome Luai, before I get into this game, um, specifically for our um, our team of the years, which are coming a bit later, I did a bit of research, and I'm not saying he is or isn't my 5'8 of the year. You have to find out. Oh, spoilers. But um, in my research, statistically, Jerome Luai has actually had a better season than Luke Keary, and I believe Cam Munster as well. Not saying he's the better player, but just to see it for, for a bit of perspective, statistically, and I think it's in those key areas, sort of line break assist, try assist. Um, he's been doing better overall, so that, that's just a testament to So who's season. the top? Who is it? Uh, Johnson, Marshall, Luai? <laughs> well, I'll put it this way. It's one of those three that I just mentioned. There so. was a few in No, the I'm saying statistically, like, these are the three. Th- those, Try assists those and line the, break assists. Uh, those are the but three. Benji's but I, played talking, seven for a long stop time. Stop stealing Ollie's homework, man. Oh, Do your own homework. <laughs> No, there's well, a few of those. You, hear, you heard my homework. There, there, are certain, <laughs> there, uh, there are certain players who are better in specific stats, but I'm talking sort of overall statistically. Mm-hmm. Luai's um, had a better season than those oh, guys. Now but anyway, I'm second guessing game, myself. Yeah, there's been Luai, there's Kikau. I mean, it was pretty much a clink from the whole side. The Cowboys weren't really there. Um, it, it's hard to think halfway through the year. Last time we saw uh, the Daly M votes, I think Town. Malolo was on top for most of the season, and then he was he second or third no, he within wasn't. a point or so. No, it was um, Harry Grant. No, no, no. G- heading into it, he was about second or third. Heading into not being able to see the for the, the results anymore. Mm. But I thought it was um, from third from round like three. Munster and Harry Grant or something. No, Grant. It was Grant Smith and Tal Malolo. Tal okay. Malolo was up Good there for, for a few weeks, but yes, by the end, Grant was on top. Um, but yeah, it's hard to think that when obviously he's been out for a bit, but. Um, even when he was playing, uh, he, he, he's not the same player. Was is it? So he's re- been injured. Is the return on investment about but to diminish? I think so. And I posed that question earlier in the year on the page, and a lot of people were saying, well, look at the run meters he's gotten that. But yeah, when he signed that 10 year deal, what was it, 2017, they made one final series. Now, you'd think they would have assumed that during that time, they would have at least, well, by now, they would have at least made another final series, you know what I mean? So it, it's tough because, yes, he is playing very good individually, but it's not working out for the team. And the games where he has got huge run metres this season where people have been shocked where he's got 300 metres in a game. But that was immediately before injury, so... And before injury, but also it was against the Titans and the Bulldogs. Yeah. And this is when the Titans were losing every week still, so just some question marks. I think the way they've used him a bit more is actually this year's actually hurt him a bit because they've played him a bit more in the middle and made him do a bit more of the heavy lifting rather than trying yeah. to break open the edges, which is what he's generally well, done throughout there was one, his career. Just but. straight after they came back from COVID and the rule change, there was those two weeks where they used him first half and then took him off half time and then brought him back last 20 as a wrecking ball and maybe they've got to get maybe they've got to start using him back as that kick out role well, they've used him up mate he's, but, but yeah, he's doing do, all the hard that's stuff that's what I mean so when, not, you, and when you do that no. your return on investment from me and Buxy starts as I said though, down. that was against the Titans and you even look last year against the better clubs yes he was still putting up good numbers but for him he won't play another like seven years he'll retire before that contract you reckon? Has he got, how old is he? I don't think so. He's still like, no, he's like 25. 25 is he really? 25. He yeah. debuted at 17, I'm pretty sure it's 17, uh, he 18. Did too. Yeah, so. okay. no, he's got plenty left in him. Yeah. All right. Carry um, on. Yeah, Penrith were good without being clinical. Um, there's a few more errors and penalties than they usually give away most weeks. Um, 
But imagine having Kiko and Crichton on your left edge for the next five years. Fuck me drunk. Yep. Like, those blokes can just tear apart any centre. It's wing combination that they put up in front of them if they're both on. Like, they, they will spend the next five years terrorising teams. Um, Cotter worked really hard, and he's got a little bit of spark there, so uh, he's, he'll be a pretty good uh, backup hooker, I would imagine, going forward. He's off contract too, so... Yep. Drinkwater and yep. Clifford had some nice touches, but um, the the Cowboys' bench was really poor, and um, yeah, Penrith's just too strong Drinkwater, for you to have four blokes not a new comment, away, David, like, so. I love his long ball, uh, yeah. and he hasn't played... Passing he, he hasn't done very it nice. since before COVID, essentially. Like, they, they put him back to fullback, and they moved yeah, him around, but, and yeah, like, combinations don't help when you're bringing in young centers and stuff like that but um Penrith put the ambush on this week they tried it again and it worked they scored with 20 points in 15 minutes or whatever it was and then they just went into cruise control and did yep. what they had to do and that was it uh Kenny also looks like he might be a decent backup hooker going forward too yeah he had that really good season last year as well even though Penrith didn't have a good year he looked very promising so any else to add Jeb? No, guys, I thought Penrith played the way they were meant to play. Played like minor premiers. Went up to North Queensland, which is normally, doesn't matter who you are, it's hard to go up there and get the two points. But they went out there and demolished them earlier on and done what they had to do and good on them. And ultimately, minor premiership. So, congratulations, Penrith. Yes, well um, yeah, they've kept their streak going and all of that. So, um, we'll move on from the media hype because I. I'm so excited to bag the Eels for the next 15 minutes. <laughs> so, um, Eels 26, Broncos 12, and one of the worst 13-plus performances you'll ever see. It just happened to be they were playing the Broncos, but uh, Barney can tell us some stats. And 86% completion for the Eels, 79 for the Broncos, uh, six line breaks to three, uh, 28 tackle busts for the Eels, 14 to the Brisbane, 12 offloads to Parramatta and five to Brisbane. 339 tackles for Parramatta to 360 for the Brisbane. Uh, Eels gave away six penalties to three. Uh, errors were eight to Parramatta and 12 to Brisbane. Madison with 42 tackles. Carrigan with 56. Gutho with 189 metres and a lot of good touches. Carrigan with 146 metres. Gutherson with 109 supercoach points. Fergo with 75. Carrigan with 76. And Offa Hengawi with 64. Who should go first? Me? Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Parramatta were... Uh, quickly, knock off Brisbane. Broncos were absolutely atrocious. Any other team would have beaten Parramatta convincingly. Um, the pluses is I do like Herbie Farnsworth, and I would... I think he's got something to offer there, and he would be in the the numbers. We, we say the same seven names every week, like but the same, Herbie's a little in bit one. But yeah, he's, he's not good. much of him. Yeah. Um, but but they he's can put a bit of weight on him. Yeah, but uh, apart from that, nothing else to add from that. Apart from the uh, poor old Tyson Gamble being knocked out in the first couple of minutes. And, yeah, and that stuff there attack up and for that the first ruined the whole game. Yeah, yeah, but Parramatta, they reeked of such desperation when. Early on, Madison hit Carrigan, knocked the ball out. Every single player came in and patted him on the ass. And it wasn't – sometimes you see that and, it, and it's like, oh, cool, this is like we have to be a team, boys. We've got to show everyone what we're on. It it's felt so desperate to me. It was like such a fake thing. Uh, okay. yeah. I don't know if you – you can disagree with me. No, no, but no, I just no, thought it yeah, was reeked of, of like a team a that attitude. it seemed like, hey, we have, this is our game. We have to show that this is it. From there, they showed absolutely nothing to it for a bit, except for about 10 minutes until Gutho got involved. And then there was that 20-point spree. Mm-hmm. Gutho, the, the two players that get a pass – oh, three. Mahani was good. Uh, he was their best player probably 
from a consistency point of view. Obviously, Gutho, when he gets ball in hands, they're, they're key player, their best player. They can't win a comp without him. He's playing 5'8 and fullback. That's right. Again. So, Gutho, uh, for himself, was tremendous. Mm-hmm. They need both of them to be fit to have any chance of even scoring another point for the rest of the season. Paulo was easily their best forward, and obviously Madison worked very hard. But other than that, mate, there's some missing people there, and the wingers are missing. Uh, the wingers don't know what planet they're uh, on sorry, sometimes. Sorry, Fergo got another try, so he should play Yeah, oh, that's heaps good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what about the rest of the game? Sevo does not yeah. do a single yard of hard work. If you watch that game, can anyone remember a big Sevo run? The one that knocked out Gamble. Yeah, well, yeah, apart from that, <laughs> maybe, maybe you felt sorry for him. Teddy about 12 weeks ago. Maybe you felt sorry for him. Yeah, apart from that, he does no hard work. Like, when they need a good, set to their, a good start to their set, he does nothing. Fergo does. He tries. I'll give him that. Um, He's not making the effect. And Waka Black does it. But um, beyond that, Moses, I don't remember touching the ball. I thought he was a little person. bit better this week than what he was the okay, week before. Okay, cool. How, how many um, tries this and what do you do? No, no, just um, providing can. a bit of um, earlier ball to Gutherson, basically. Yeah, exactly. What he did. So his job um, is to feed someone else. But yeah, like, yes. Honestly, um, and he mean? kicked okay. But, um, and then yeah, it was, the way he just he is surprised that when he goes wrong, he can't believe it. was a better half than and the that's, halfback. And so. he's 5'8". Was a better half than he is. Yeah, he, he, he did a couple no, no, of um, things, wasn't it? They need Brown back. For oh, yeah, when Brown comes back, yeah. But, like, honestly, that attack, they might not score another try or you get alone. Well, realistically, uh, they pushed Isaac Luke into 5'8 when Gamble got knocked yeah. out. And he did a couple of nice things, but he lost his mind about four different times in that game. Where and he, there's the other six He just points. couldn't execute, and he was yeah. just so throwing he gave, he gave horrible balls along the ground into touch. And, yeah. like, there, there's probably, yeah, six to ten points, and that would have been, uh, you know, yeah. the game would have been right down to the wire in the last couple of minutes. Uh, Carrigan's just super impressive. That young kid is yeah. he's going to be a superstar. Uh, once again, I'd like to get him a little bit bigger yeah. again. So but he's, he's, he's nearly first pick for origin. But he's, um, you know, run meters and tackles every oh, week. It's just brilliant. Um, he's still got the baby face. As you face said, in, Blake he? and Sivo are just struggling so hard on that side. They've got no connection together and they just, oh, I don't know what's going on. They both had shocking games. Uh, Oates, <laughs> Oates and Luke also had games that they, they're not going to want to remember anytime soon. So... Um, yeah, B- Para won, but only because Brisbane were bad. Mm. Yeah. They, anything else to add? No, guys, I just can't see Param. I reckon Parramatta will uh, lose two in a row in the semis and they'll be out the back door. They won't even lose two in a row. They won't score a, a try in the semis. I'll, I will, if they score more than four tries in their semi-final campaign, I'll walk from here to... Parramatta Stadium. Careful, careful. I was just thinking somewhere close <laughs> enough that I could do it. <laughs> the King's Way. Because <laughs> they might get a busted south or fucking Knights or something in the, the second That's week. That's true. They say, get yeah. a couple of tries. But honestly, they're going to play Penrith. Penrith will put 40 on them. <laughs> Quite Penrith possibly. will put 40 on them in the first week, and that'll shatter them, and that'll be the end of the discussion. Uh, as a Titans fan, I want to verse Para next week, not Newcastle. I mean, we're a chance against Newcastle, but give us Para, like... <laughs> Titans, oh, I, I don't like being egotistical or anything, but I think the Titans could probably what, win that. The as way, a Sharks fan, mate, I don't want to play Canberra. I'd fucking much rather play Parramatta. I tell you, reckon all of the top, they're all of the top, the bottom, bottom four of the top eight are licking their lips there. What about you, Ollie? Anything to add there? Or? Anything to add is just what I said about Fergo. Like, oh, on the, I know I had my rant last week, but again, after he scored this week, and they were carry people, on like a pork. Pa- like, oh, Parramatta fans, uh, who I know. 
were messaging me saying, look, okay, he scored his second try this season. Yes, he hasn't been absolutely terrible this year, but he's just not been as good. If well, you watch honestly, him to score two tries against Nova Luma this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> It'll be yeah, on yeah. again. <laughs> you, watch, you watch him score five tri- tries in the finals. Like, a big in, shout in out to Action weeks. Bailey. And, um, <laughs> now, yeah, and no, how, him, how can you, you possibly him get, pick him? Well, if Adek- Let's say Adekai incumbent, you'll be there. He'll be there. How can you possibly pick him ahead of Tupo? Possibly. You can't pick him. What planet? Uh, you can't pick him over Tupo. You can't pick him over Nofaloom. You can't yep. pick him over Kotrick. But you know Kotrick what? Because yeah. yeah. there's 27 man squads. I have a feeling he'll at least be in the 27 man squad. And oh. yeah, one last shirt put in the cupboard. Yeah. Well, Trev, what are your thoughts on um on Fergo? Like, we, we, I had my big rant. We spoke about him last week. What's your two cents on him? Yeah, man. I, I just think uh, I feel sorry for the bike. I think you should just worry about Parramatta. Uh, I won't have him for Origin this year yet, unfortunately. And it's not that he's, he's not played, been terrible. It's, it's not that he hasn't played good footy, but look who he's got inside of him. But the thing is, too, I think also if you ca- compare him this year to last year, there is a bit of a decline. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's not getting as many chances, I know as well. But yeah, I, I there's just think, yeah, but there's, there's also, you know what, the there's also getting chances and but, looking for chances. Yeah, no, 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 Faluma yeah. racks up numbers every week, and he's yeah. playing in the worst team That's in the right. Um Tupo racks up numbers, and like they go looking for work. You got to look for work, and this yeah. is what the Parabacks aren't doing. You're just taking them. Go and run, go into dummy half, and make three runs in a set. Say, let's go, boys. Let's go, boys. He likes to let's go, boys when he scores a try. Yeah. Or when Josh Mansell drops the ball cold, and then he makes contact afterwards, and then. Like so, but that's when it's let's go. But it's not when hey, I'll, I'll have three hit ups in this set and let's yeah. get us going. Yeah. Anyway, Titans forty. Anyone else? Anyone else? Want to bag power for a bit more? Nope. Okay. They suck. <laughs> uh, Titan, <laughs> Titans forty two. Eagles twenty four. What a show they put on at the end of the day. Uh, tell us some stats and the smiling idiot in the corner can talk a bit up. Seventy percent completion for Manly and eighty two percent for the Titans. Uh, we had five line breaks to Manly and seven to the Titans. Tackle bus were thirty three to twenty one. Uh, offloads were 13 to 9 247 tackles for Manly 295 for the Titans 7 penalties to 6 14 errors to 12 uh, what have we got here? Trubojevic with 33 tackles. Stone with 33 tackles. Zero with 203 metres. And uh, Brimson with 200. Uh, Zero Supercoach points, 97 points. Kuevsky with 96. Tonomapia with 121. And AJ with 108. Go on. Uh, look, Jamal Fogarty, he's still a celestial being. Um, he's still above all of us. AJ Brimson, probably captain coach Australia. No, but in all honesty, like, they, they just put on a clinic and I was shocked because I thought Manly genuinely I'd get your had block a of wood side. back out in a minute and make you hit it for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> With your face. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I genuinely thought Manly would probably have this one 13 plus, not only with the return of Turbo. I just think they had the better side, but the Titans outclassed them. With the return um, of Turbo. The return of Turbo. Minus one super coach points. <laughs> Didn't go how he wanted it to. Um, but, yeah, AJ run a clinic. I mean, all this hype around Turbo, and I know he's coming back from an injury, but if you'd never watched rugby league before, you could be he forgiven. He for, forgot how to throw a cutout pass. He was just, like, picking up centres from the well, time. I, I was going to say, yeah. you know, you'd be forgiven for thinking that Brimson was actually Turbo the way he was playing. Mm-hmm. But... Um, <laughs> He's just been awesome since he's been back. Um, Fuck, his acceleration I, is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe he's got. He averages at least a line break a game, which yeah, he's leading. Is, is leading. He's yeah. Yeah, he's above Teddy. He's above. So there. The so, so th- this big dearth of Queensland backs for Origin surely is 
I second think, picked after Ponga. I mean, I think now... He's probably going to play centre or wing. Uh, yeah, now, play him like Tommy does. Yeah. Put him in the centre. I think at least 14 now. Like, yeah. yeah, he's got to be. And especially with Morgan saying that he's not going to play Origin this year. Who's it going to be? Like, Anari Tawala or AJ Brimson, I guess. Well, they could be the centre pairing. Like, <laughs> they're lacking depth terribly, and especially in the centres as well. Like... And by it doesn't yeah, get picked because he, he's you can't pick him. You can't like he's if you pick him, that's a slap in the face to AJ. Origin next week. Come on, uh, that's next that's week's right. team. Yep, Barney. Now what do you got, Trev? You got something for us? Mate, all, all I can say is that the Titans have been playing real good footy hmm. over these last um, last month. You know, and uh, things are looking good for him come next year. Uh, Holbrook's uh, doing well. Well, yep. if I remember correctly, last time you were on, Trev, you did predict that over the last few weeks the Titans would pick up a few wins and end up, I think you said, maybe ninth or yeah. tenth. And at the time, I was like, oh, they'll probably beat the Bulldogs and the Broncos, but other than that. But they're currently on a four-week winning run. Uh, we'll get to it, obviously, the game against Newcastle, but they Good could go for a, for a club record five in a row. So, And they've been tough as, and they've actually won a couple of games being behind on the stats as well, so... Um, that just that's a the sign of a really tough, um, well coached team. Man, they were good for ten minutes. Um, Jagevsky on that edge was causing a few problems. DCE DCE played pretty well, and um, Ciro had a very good game as well. Turbo just did, uh, Jake did just what he just does. Um, yeah. Turbo had an absolute shocker, as I said, through two or three intercepts and got himself busted as well. Um, Paseca was good. It uh, looks like he's he's definitely got a future, that kid. Um, Don had some fumbles. His hands weren't there this week. Five mm. errors from from the um, from old from mate Don. He still must have uh, cement on his hands. Yeah, right. Because I believe they're making a statue of him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> AJ's uh, acceleration, as I said, was just fucking freakish. That um, that tap. That basically, as soon as they took that tap and AJ just disappeared up the middle, yeah. the um, Manly just went, oh, fuck, we're gone here. Like, they, you saw half the team, their heads dropped and they were just... Yeah. Because they'd been going so well, they probably should have been 12, 18 points in front and then that happens. And then Tottenham and Pia had probably his game that he's... He's uh, biggest, turned, down a, yeah, he's turned down a contract. He's looking From the elsewhere. Titans. Yeah, right. You know, that does upset me because he's a very good player, but... Weirdly, for the first time in a little while, I feel like we, You've got we, we're going to be okay. Yeah. Well, you've dropped Corey okay. Thompson again this week. I think you'd be right. Yeah. Um, just on Don, he the season he's had, I don't know, he's not played every game. He, he has had a better season than Fergo. He's from New South Wales. I mean, oh, He's well, outstanding. He's, he's oh, man, he's chuck him it. in the squad. <laughs> and he's just effort on effort. He's, he's a good player. He wouldn't um, let you down. Obviously, he's not, no, he reminds not me in the top of, echelon. But. Reminds me of the, that winger, uh, Ross Dog from Newcastle. Yeah, yeah well, they uh, were the two yeah, cold. Yeah, yeah, Nathan Ross. Cold heroes Nathan Ross, for a while right. at their clubs. <laughs> no, but honestly, by the end of his career, and he is playing next year, obviously, re-signed on a minimum deal, he could end up being the first Titans player to score 100 tries. And if he does, good on him. I'll get up the Goldie. I've never built anything in my life, but I'll start working on that statue with him. And <laughs> I'll buy you the set of player to take with you, Ollie. Just, <laughs> there you go. Manly, Manly had a couple of standout forwards, uh, but the Titans' whole pack were, were tough without being awesome. But, yeah, and they just fought and scrambled, and their backs pulled them apart. Fogarty's providing good structure for that team, and, yeah, it's a lot to build on. The, the one – sorry to keep going on about the Titans – the one reason why I maybe didn't like the Titans re-signing Proctor is because I sort of want Fogarty to hold on to the captain's role. I feel like he's been very good while Proctor's I don't think, been Pro- out, I don't think uh, Proctor will be captain next year. They might year give it to him. Yeah. You know what? 
I think it's good that he did sign him for that one year because he will go out, play his ass oh, off, he, yeah. and get another con- uh, another yeah. contract. Yeah, obviously I like the fact that we've re-signed him, but for that one reason is... Don't I be mean, surprised I'll, if he's I'll, playing as a bench player by the end of say, next year. The, um, the pro- yeah, he's going to have to earn his spot by the end of that year. I'll tell you what, Tino and David Fafita nearly yep. start. They're your back row. Oh, straight easy. away. Easy, easy. Uh, Storm 50, Tigers 22, class on on show there. You can tell us some stats, Dave. Yeah, 76% completion for the Storm, 72 for the Tigers, uh, eight line breaks to five, 47 tackle busts for the Storm to 16 from the Tigers, 10 offloads to nine, 298 tackles to 314, four penalties conceded by the Storm and three by the Tigers, 13 errors to 12, Tigers had a bin, uh, Smith with 31 tackles, Grant with 54, uh, Sofa Solomona with 193 metres and Aloye with 126. Hughes with 103 supercoach points, Hines with 102, Grant with 71 and Kapoa with 69. Mm. Could have been 120 if you'd catch. Um, yeah, Storm, well, Tigers' defence was absolutely atrocious. Tigers' attack looked pretty good. Um, the problem was every time that Melbourne had the ball, they scored a try. They got which dominated. Which is a minor, minor issue there, but the, the Melbourne forward class, they just tore that apart and then the edges were, sh- were shambles after that. Benji's the Tigers' best player. Still yep. farcical. Don't need to keep talking about that. Um, my pop plan of the week is Kapoa because if he could actually catch, it's probably at one point we nearly could have been 26 all at one point there, but anyway. Um, Jerome Hughes is a star. Yep. Of watching him play, and their forwards the are very good. He, and with, with Jerome Hughes, I think it's one of the best games he's played in the number seven jersey. Yep. I, I think his last month has been really say, impressive. He's, he's pulled out consistent great performances last month. Um, Reynolds looked disinterested. Yeah, any, Nofo yeah. can't defend next to BJ. That's no, well, just fucking, they've dropped BJ. They both week. start running in, or one goes in, one goes out, and fucking, they just they just get pulled apart. Yeah, the it needs there. to be. He needs to have Chris Lawrence. The f- him. forwards um, laid the platform, and then Hughes and Munster just pulled your centers apart. Yeah, simple as that. And too quick in the outside and backs. Smith, Adokar Smith and Hines yeah. and that were just way too quick on that edge. Nico, I'd say um, Adokar, I know he's. Going for a contract, but it's one of Adakar's best seasons. I think as a player, not just running fast, it's he's been been awesome. Um, Harry Grant played as well. He stepped up, played as well as he could have in that spot. And um, yeah, Melbourne just better team, and Tigers are pretty awful. Not much to add. They're, like I said, their attack was fine, but the defence is atrocious. Uh, Ollie, anything to add, or should we rush through this part? I mean, there's nothing really to add about the game, but um, Craig Bellamy showing again that he's a championship. Mani- uh, manager, coach, I'd say they were up 20 by 20 at one point. They cut to him in the box. I think they made a mistake and he was fuming. It's that it's that winning mentality that Craig Bellamy has throughout his tenure. You notice there'll be times... Oh, he would have been, he would have been so angry to concede 23 points. Oh, that is true, but there are also times where Melbourne will dominate a game, win it easily, and then he'll go into the um, press conference afterwards and said, yeah, we had a bad game. This like, was shit, this, that, was, this shit, was shit. This was shit. He, yeah. he, he holds them to a very high standard, and you notice in other sports around the world when coaches do that they're usually the better teams that mm-hmm. uh, of course in, in their what I do love that, and obviously so. the, the giving Cam Smith a finger <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like he comes, he, Bellamy also comes across as a guy you want to play for yep <laughs> Um, but that was a great moment. Obviously, got a real good relationship with his team because the whole team were just we're giving it to him. Just give it a little bit back, but <laughs> and, like, and then he's giving it like, the you NRL. You can imagine Bellamy the sort of bloke is, uh, yeah. like when it comes to the nud running, he'd go fuck it. I'll go. I'll go. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll he's jump sort in of bloke well. that something like that. There'd be something he'd do. 
chasing him with a broomstick yeah, or something. Yeah, he would. He, you can see where he comes across in that. But uh, I thought that was a tremendous. That was one of the moments of the year. That and, was uh, funny as. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't get fined to be honest. Just because of well, he came the, out, he apologised. You know why? Because he apologised at the press conference. Yeah. Apparently, funny, funny which thing is, is right. preposterous in itself. But yeah. Okay. Like f- funny thing is, like the bet was, Cam Smith said I'll score more tries than you. Mm. But Kem Smith's played out for yeah. Bellamy only played like 100. But that, and that's what Bellamy said at the press yeah. conference. He said. <laughs> well, Smith's a hooker and Bellamy was what, a centre? Center. Center yeah. wing, so. <laughs> <laughs> Playing in a decent team as well. Yes, um, he was. But yeah, yeah Melbourne, uh, I think there's cracks in Melbourne's defence, but I know they're resting some people. Yeah, that one game. edge that they seem think, to score, they've had a lot of their points uh, scored yeah, down that one I, side. I think they showed themselves a little bit there. Uh, that Vinavalu's side. They um, showed enough, yeah. yeah that uh, Maybe, You know, those, those cracks in Vinavalu's side has been there all season. Yes. That, and I, and I think it's something it's, like it's 45% become, of the points have been scored yeah. in that corner. And it's become but, more evident since he signed that contract with the Reds. Yeah, yeah. you want to know why? Because he's gearing himself to play like a bloody Australian Super Rugby player. That's, that's why. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Completely forgotten how to tackle. So I, I, I mean, that's cold. <laughs> I mean, good on the Brumbies for winning the Super Rugby AU during the week, but I, no. I reckon they'd finish they about eighth in the whole comp uh, if it was a. Nah, no, no. Anyway, Let's move on from dumb conversations. <laughs> Save for later. Roosters thirty-nine, Sharks eighteen, and I, this is where I thought, having watched those prior to other the rest of top four play, Roosters are going to win the comp. Not even a contest. Yep. Uh, oh. And <laughs> Sharks put it to them. Sharks played awesome. Sharks were really good. Minutes, they were good. They came to play, and um, and the turning point was only when uh, Lou Wayne Collins came back on at the end and just sort of stamped out yeah, and a bit of their hopes. Snapped himself. And Johnson dying didn't help. Yeah, but um, doesn't help. do some stats. Yeah, 81% completion for the Roosters, 76 for the Sharks. Uh, five line breaks to four. 31 tackle busts to 27. Offloads were four to 12. Uh, tackles, 327 for the Roosters, 299 for the Sharks. Roosters gave away five penalties to three. Errors were nine to 12. Roosters had uh, a bin as well. Um, Hargraves. Yeah, Marnie went to India. Yeah, Hargraves with 44 tackles, Braley with 37, Tupu with 175 metres, and Sorensen with probably his best game of the season with 162 metres. Marnie with 83 supercoach points, Tupu with 69, Talakai with 89, and Hamlin Ueli with 66. And Marnie lost 10 at the death there. Yes, he did. Uh, you can go first, Trevor. Anything to say here? Uh, to be honest, guys, I never actually got to see this game. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't really have much to say. That's all right. Ollie? I'll try and use this one as a quick brush over. The Roosters were just the better. Side in the game. end, um, got it done in the end. Sharks did look good at points. They looked like the. I mean, yeah, they looked all right, but they're up against the Roosters, as you said. I, I wouldn't say it's not even a contest because Penrith have only lost one game so far this year, and Melbourne are still looking pretty good. But um, I, I'm tipping the Roosters to win the comp, as I have all year. Yeah. I, I, I just think they are the best side in the comp. Oh, you watch that game, and they're missing three. Th- no, wait till you see the ins this week. It's ridiculous, but um, they. Yeah, well, those, so those two cases are looking a bit shaky for Damo. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Roosters storm grand final. But Sharks, I want to wrap a few people first. Sharks came to play Talakai. I, I love watching him play. Um, he was tremendous again. He's just a wrecking ball. I like the fact for Fafita ran straight. Yes. He, and he wasn't training but run straight because he's just a big log these but days. And Rudolph was pretty – so they matched those forwards for that middle period there. I'll give him that. Um, but I thought uh, – is Isaac Louis? Louis? Yes. Yeah. yeah, he was tremendous. He was awesome. Collins good in the field. Tupo is, was very good. And if if players – honestly, the bloke – if you're looking to sign a fullback that's not a fullback, you should be throwing money at Manu. Like, he could play fullback for – 
12 teams in 10 this 10 other teams, yeah. Um, sure. If they turn around tomorrow and say we're going to offer Addo Car money to Manu to play fullback for the Tigers, I would be that happy. Mm-hmm. Um, Same as the Sharks. I'll a, take him as a fullback. Oh, get the Sharks, fucking hell. Just his, every, just his positioning, everything. He just, he's a class footballer and he is. he's just behind the world's best fullback. Mm-hmm. Um Kiri, great. Love his support play. Um, yeah, what, what more can you say? Yeah, Sharks fought hard for 60 minutes. Um, no Sean Johnson, no points in that team, basically, unless they're going to run short crash balls uh, close to the line. Uh, and it showed, it showed up, didn't it? As yeah. soon as he went off, it was the end. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty much exactly what I expected out of this game, to be honest. There's yeah. too much Sharks. Um, first contact's not good enough for most of um, most of the middle stuff, and they've fallen off tackles at important times. Dugan got absolutely schooled on that right-hand side. Um, he played for 70 four minutes had four runs for 13 metres what about when he stayed down for 20 minutes and they went back oh no and then they go the side goes Matt Russell goes it's just Dugan being Dugan yeah. that's <laughs> so, what Greg Alexander said didn't he when he, yeah. when he went so, back because yeah. they scored and he got up and went oh I'm right now Dugan got my pot plant 74 minutes four runs 13 metres uh, 12 tackles three misses and an important error Kennedy wasn't far off it with fucking 17 metres 17 hit ups and a couple of bad mistakes again mm. um, I thought his positioning wasn't too bad though He's in the right spot. He just... Yep. Sharks missed 17 tackles out of six players in their back line. So, obviously, the Roosters have got a fucking good back line, but it's never going to be good enough. Um, Roosters were good all over the park and just put them away, as they should have. As you said, the ones you mentioned are the ones that I would have mentioned, so... Uh, And uh, you're going to wrap me about um, the second row, too. Who's that? Takia Tupanua. Yeah, yeah, Tupanua, mate. He's been um, one of their best all year. He's yeah. grown fucking. He's gone from being a part-time bench player to he's a starter now in pretty much every team in the comp. Yeah, one is very complimentary about my life for talent for once. It was good. Yeah, yeah. Um, you picked him first game, mate, and he's yeah. been. Yeah, he's been. Anyway, let's move on. Wrecking ball. Barney's pretty good at that too. Raiders twenty-six, Warriors fourteen. What in the fuck was the first half of this game? Um, tell us some stats. Did you see much of it? There was some nastiness from the Warriors. Basically, yeah. they came out and just went, "We're just going to be as physical as we can against these Ra- against these Raiders," and it ruffled the Raiders. They um they lost their way for a little while there. Um, sixty-eight percent completion to the Raiders, seventy-nine to the Warriors. Uh, four line breaks to three, twenty-nine tackle busts to nineteen. Uh, 18 offloads to 9, 348 tackles to 305, 8 penalties apiece, 12 errors from the Raiders, 8 from the Warriors. Uh, the Raiders had white and binned, which, yeah, fuck me. Mm. The bloke wasn't even offside. I understand it was a uh, culmination of um, penalties back to back to back, but yep. he wasn't offside, so it wasn't a penalty. He still had his foot on the line when the fucking when the ball yeah. was played. So yeah, um, they've even admitted as such. Yep, yeah, uh, super coach points for Pana was sixty six, and he was an angry man too mm. in that game. Uh, Valami with sixty three, Hiku with seventy four points, and Blair with fifty five. Um, as I said, the Warriors took it to the Raiders physically, and the Raiders didn't really appreciate it. Um, Ennis coaching is definitely improved. The Raiders' grub game, like their <laughs> grub game, has gone leaps and bounds since he's been there. Um, Croker's best game this year by a mile. Um, Williams obviously HIA disorganised their attack and they got lost there at points. They had White, Whitehead, and Bateman both playing at five eight at different times, which yeah. didn't help their attack. Uh, Tappany, Hudson, Young were really, really good. Again, they have been for the last uh, month or so, probably even longer. As said, the sin bin, what the fuck was that about? Uh, the Warriors outside back struggled. Hiku was the best of the, of a pretty bad bunch. Um, pretty much as expected. Raiders had the edge. But um, Jack I expected to win. First oh, really good. He's been super impressive the last uh, probably three, two to three weeks. I think he's a starting POD next year. 
Yeah. Yep. And Hudson and Young, if you get yeah, but he's got a lot to get up there. The Raiders' edge in attack got knocked out when Williams got knocked out, really. They probably could have and should have won by more if Williams was out there, but they didn't. Um, Rapana was really cranky, but he was really good. And um, Papali pulling people's hair, I don't know what that's about. He, <laughs> he got a bit angry as well, and they sort of lost their composure a bit no, at times. No, one thing I found with the Raiders throughout this year, when times get tough for them, and you've already mentioned just before, they the grubbiness in them comes out. It's like, oh well, it's Ennis, mate. Let's get Ennis, into you it. You could teach anyone to be yeah. a grub, that like, no, but you could teach the Pope to be a grub. Like, it, like I saw it when they. I don't uh, want to talk about like what I remember. Grub I remember earlier on in the season, all right, they beat the Roosters in a real good game, and they've played Newcastle, and it was down at Campbelltown, I believe, and Newcastle beat them, and at the end they wanted to punch on. Like, oh, boys, we can't win the game, but let's win the fight. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, and, and it just seems it comes out from them throughout the whole year. When times get tough, that's what they want to do and revert to. Ollie, you see much? Yeah, I did, but I reckon you guys pretty much covered it all. In the end, it was a top eight side up against a team who can't make the top eight. But again, it was the Warriors putting in that consistent effort, getting close, but just not quite close enough. Um yeah, that, cool. that was pretty much it. Uh, Knights 42, Dragons 18. Dragons are absolutely appalling, except for about three players. But uh, you can... That's 80% numbers. of the year, to be honest, yeah, with the I Dragons. Uh, 78% completion for the Knights, 68 for the Dragons. Eight line breaks to four to the Knights. 24 tackle busts to 25. Offloads were nine to seven. Penalties were four to five. Errors were 11 to 15. Randall made 34 tackles. McGuinness with 55. Clemmer with 181 metres and Dufty with 147. Ponga with 86 supercoach points. Tuala with 86. Lomax with 114 and Dufty with 73. Those two are just holding this team together. Yep. They, they've got fuck all else in attack. Yep. And it's basically them two, that's it. Lomax is the best player out team by so far. It's not funny. And obviously McGuinness works oh, his Duffy's ass off. Dufty's close. McGuinness yeah. is, yeah, the fucking um, solid player. But um, I think my tip last week was 13 plus Ponga Ponga, and I was right. <laughs> and not saying that in a self rat way, but it was just the Ponga show, wasn't it? Like he just yeah. was back and he was fresh and he was good to go. And he showed how much better he is than um, anyone on the other team. Really? Oh, yeah. what can you really say? Oh, Dufty and Lomax held their own. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, Dragons look confused and lost in their attack. Basically, when <laughs> their only option was just to throw it out the back and hope Dufty did something with it. Yeah. Um, Ponga looked yeah very sharp and he was the focal point of their attack. Tawala hogged the ball a bit. Um, Knights could have probably scored another 18 fucking points because he was just running for the line because he just wanted tries for it yeah. on his own. <laughs> All he had to do was catch a pass yeah. and they would have scored at least two in the corner. Um, Randall was really strong at hooker. He looks like a, um, a good up-and-comer. Likely time. Where's he? He probably ends up... Next year, if they're all fit, he might be floating around. Yeah, well, there's four of them that are injured, isn't it? So Yeah. You know, so it could be a, someone looking for a hooker might want to go chasing him. Um, well, McCulloch will be back at Brisbane, apparently. That's so yeah, Brayley back, and he might be second Bra- choice. Bra- where do you play? Ideally, well, yeah, I suppose ideally Kurt Mann goes back to six, don't they? Ramsey, McGuinness, and Laurie all had a crack. Um, but, yeah, they just didn't Lomax, but they just got... Lomax is a brilliant ball runner. He's got hands like feet sometimes, but he had a good game this time. His defence is actually pretty... He's yeah, no, he's a solid player. He just gets the fumbles he's every now and then. He's a and, but, um, yeah, Dragons just nowhere near as good as the Knights. Knights are way too good. All right, spot question. Who was the worst team this week? Oh, Souths would go close. <laughs> That's what oh, by default, it's apart Brisbane, from Brisbane, yeah, you got Broncos, Brisbane, but, but Parramatta, Souths, yeah, Souths and Parramatta were pretty disappointing considering they're up there this week. Uh, 
All right. So we head into the news. Uh, Turbo has been apparently named by for Origin from Brad Fittler. Yeah. Um, said he he's the first his person first picked, which um, is absolute probably lip service, to be honest. Yeah. But Oh, well, sure. he'll be in the squad. Like, yeah. That's what he means, I think. Yeah, that's what he means. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Um, Brett Naden got an apology from his... And the racist people a few weeks back. Yeah, so it's all just um, forgotten about it. They, yeah, they moved on and yeah. NRL offered them some counselling or whatever. Uh, the bunk, there's some new rules coming in for the two games no one cares about this week with the uh, handover rule. Uh, so the only forwards in scrums. Yep. Bunker can review most things. Uh, Bunker can review tries regardless. Up until the up kick. Up until the kick. Yep. Which obviously was a reaction to last week with the South game. Yep. Uh, balls going out and now just a tap and only forwards in the scrum. So I don't know what that all means. We'll find out. I don't mind the rest of it. I don't like the um, the the handover of kicking into touch. Yeah. Because that just takes out game management in the back end of games yeah. where, you know, the good halves can put it over, you know. They and just make us, the whole point is down, to. down, put it right. down into that corner and waste a minute and a half. But It becomes a bit too touch footy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts quickly? Um, I, I saw so six again, uh, and six again for offsides. Within ten minutes, yeah, for offsides. Yeah, offsides. Like, I'm not a fan of that one. So does that end up being six again penalty? So you may as well just blow the penalty to begin with. Yeah, we're trying. Yeah, no, I mean knows. a lot of the time, at least whether the ref can't see it or not, there's usually at least one or two times every game where a referee will miss. An offside. Yeah. I wonder if the referees, because now it's just that set restart, if they'll be keeping a closer eye on it, they'll be cracking down. Yeah, well, if most six agains, you've got four or five blokes offside because that's the reason they got the six again in the first place because yeah. they're hanging on just trying to slow mm. time down. And all I can see it being is six again penalty. And then, yeah. Well, because there's still going to be the bladed ones are still going to be when someone makes a break and you hold them down to get your team on side. Well, you can't blow shit. Like, that's going to be pen- pinned anyway. Yeah. Still a professional foul. And then the other one's going to be when you you purpose get offside to stop them scoring. To st- stop the five break after out. the six again. Yeah. So it sort of kills so the happen? rule realistically. So what? So what happens right like for example my team makes a break always decides to go no I'm not going to get back to 10 I'm deliberately going to cause a professional foul that's right. What? So instead of going six again and keeping it rolling, you'd break the game down, which is what they were trying yeah. to stop in the first place. Yeah. Which, is, yeah. <laughs> which yeah, it only really comes in when a team's up by six and they give a penalty because they, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Interesting <laughs> how it happens. <laughs> uh, Fenua Blake signed with Warriors officially, so good for them. They're going to have a nice squad next year, a couple of... So far for 2021, the recruiting's been very good for the Warriors. Ewan Aitken, Ben Murdoch, Masila, Ewan Aitken, Kane Evans, and now Adam Fanua Blake. Now, and, and there could be more added to that list. Now, Murdoch, Masila, maybe a bit over the top. A bit over the hill. Same with Ewan Aitken's oh, probably getting towards the back end of his career. Well, if he but, comes back in TOs, then um, yeah. Evans and Evans and Fanua Blake are big pickups and will add some real good starts to that. I like Kane Evans. Uh, Murdoch Masala will probably come back a, a better player this time around. Okay. Uh, yep. Being over in England as a forward, like when forwards go over to the UK, like they come, they seem to come back tougher. And I Just think he'll be better grind. for Hoffman. Yep. And that, like Sam Mole was a prime example of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. He yeah, came yeah, back yeah. and you, did some real good things, didn't he? Yeah. You can't True. forget as well in that 16 12 win Tonga over Australia last year, Murdoch Masil was the man of the match and had an absolute blinder against True. the best team in the world. Yep. 
So we'll have to see, though. No, of course. We'll have to see. $100 million bid from the Dolphins to be playing in the NRL in the coming seasons. Uh, interesting it goes. I, it's a big bid, isn't it? It's, it's a, a big bid, and it's almost yeah. hard to say no to, I suppose. But I think another team has to go to facilitate them. You can't go to 17 or 18 teams because there's not the talent pool, Ollie. Uh, you know what? That doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> you can go to rugby league, in my opinion, right now, and I've put up a question about that. And you know what? I'm keen on a debate in the off season on this. Otherwise, yeah. we will be here not till midnight. We'll be here at 2 30 a.m. On a 24 hour podcast, it will be on me. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. It'll be 12 and a half of them. So that's <laughs> I uh, can't wait. I'll have the percussion ready to percuss you with. Um, no, um, there's some other news, but who cares? Let's move on. Um, let's get into the previews because we've got oh, some stuff in here. Oh, yeah, do that too. Um, Dane and copped his first loss this week to the to um, Cameron by 80 Man. points. So he's gone out the back door. Typical we've got Parramatta for fan. Choked it, yeah. <laughs> so Beaver up against the Blind Bullets this week for the uh, the... The top eight winner of the, our competition, and I've managed to scrape through, and I'm up against Daddy Mac for the for our um, knockout belt that we've been running throughout the year, um, and I just sort of scraped home against Shano. To be honest, it got a lot closer than I thought it would, and. Um, on last week, Danny back should tear me up, but with all the um, the restings and all the rest of it, it's going to be a very playing. If you're in a cash comp this week, you would be absolutely cursing every team that's started around. I was six <laughs> points away from beating Beaver. I would have won this week and I would have towed up next week. Like you score 1,300 or whatever last week and then six blokes uh, drop out of your team unless you've got reserves. and yeah, you know, yeah. It's going to be absolute chaos for people in. that are paying ca- playing cash league grand finals this week. Yeah. Six points away from being the undisputed champion. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, good for them. Do we have any salute and slaps? I really I do. Yeah. Oh, God, all right. I want to um, – obviously, I already pot-planted Dugan and Willie Army was pretty close behind with um, two errors, seven tackles, three misses and eight runs. Yeah. Um, I want to salute the Dogs and just because they've put Brisbane down in their rightful place where they should have been for the majority of the season. And Josh Jackson, as I said earlier, that was his best game for a long time. Never missed a game for injury. He was right up for that game, mate. He was absolutely flying. I I want to salute the NRL. And the reason why I want to salute him is because they're not going to find Bellamy for giving Cam Smith the birdie. Yeah, a little bit farcical. Well, you could also salute well. um, the Roosters for the uh, Guard of Honour for Orbison. That was a really good moment, yeah. and you could see that it meant a lot like to Orbison and their good. team. That was good. Yeah, that was good. And I want to slap the refs. No, no, no. I think that was the worst performance. I haven't really commented on the refs all season, but that was this week was the worst performance by the refereeing performance for this season. Yeah. Yeah, they've been bad. Um, I'd like to salute Aiden Tolman and Luke Thompson oh, for right. reasons previously stated. But I'd like to slap the Dragons organisation as a whole. Speak. It's not been the best year, but um, in, the, in that middle period, you know, they got that win over Parra, and yes, Parra haven't been great, but they were looking good for a few weeks there. It looks like they were really starting to play for Paul McGregor, and I understand that Paul McGregor and the Dragons, it, it had become a toxic relationship, but not with the playing group. In hindsight, I feel like they should have announced that Paul McGregor was leaving at the end of the year. I think they should have given him to the end of the year because I feel like we would have... No, he walked. He walked. Okay. Well, I, I feel he, like... his dad has been cruel. He just said, I'm out. Fuck it. Yeah, well, I, I feel like at least 
I think they, I think they probably did, and he yeah. just said, oh, "I'm going, fuck yes." Yeah, but still, and even other than that, the start of the year, everything's just been a shambles with a, a selection committee for a club team every week. It's just been a bad it's, year behind the scenes. There's for clubs the where you can both Bulldogs and Dragons signing up there, like you're in a hiding to nothing. Yep. Like Hooker, if Hook doesn't win the first six games, he's going to be already. Oh, it's going to like, or, and Barrett to a lesser extent. But like, you're going into toxic clubs from what oh, we hear, from what we're here, yeah, and yeah. it's like you, you got to deal with this garbage and expect to put a team together. It's like what with no you, talent pool. It, <laughs> it, it'll be <laughs> I- interesting with Hook to see that dynamic. How it's not a former Dragon coaching. It's not. You know, we've heard about how there's that. Weird sort of. There's a glass just to come to <laughs> yeah, find you. Know, that, that tough relationship, <laughs> I guess, because you know the old boys are there, like Dean Young and um, and Mary McGregor. So it'll be interesting to see an outsider uh, come in. That's but, been a problem for ages as well. But going back to Nathan Brown, hasn't it really? Yeah, well, not Who's Bennett. Another? Not Bennett. And oh, they won true. the premiership, so is that's the, a good sign at least. Nathan, is this Nathan Brown's last chance? Yeah. At the Warriors. To, to be a first-grade coach? <laughs> it, it's tough to say because he really impressed that Newcastle. It was just that really well, that last that, year. He, re, like he rebuilt that place. Like he put things in place and then done what he had to do and he stepped out of it. Yep. Yeah. And like he's a great coach. Like people need to remember, like he done the same thing over in the in the Super League with Huddersfield yes. when they went up back in the Super League. He re- rebuilt them. Then he went to St Helens, won a comp with St Helens, and even the stuff that he done at St George when he was coaching. And then obviously Bennett came in afterwards and they won the comp. But again, it all comes off the back of the was hard that work foundation. that he put in place. And, and you know what? They yeah. finished second in two thousand and five when he was at the helm That's as right. well. Like he, he he had a good tenure at the Dragons yeah. as well. That was his first year. Oh five. Is that when he? Uh, no, That's I, when I, Tug, no, Tugs beat him in a semi. Yeah. Yeah, 04 would have been his first year, wasn't it? Because Barrett was, that still was there. A slapping that was thing. the slap. Yeah, 04, slapping wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it was too. I was thinking the slapping thing. Uh, I mean, but yeah. still, the it's same still point like stands. It's yeah. good, right? It's a long time ago, eh? And this is a sad, this is the thing about them all. You look at the merry-go-round. A lot of them, like, it's almost hard to get off the friggin' merry-go-round and get on it, like, these days. It's it's like you hear someone like Matty Elliott on the radio cr- these days, and it's like a surprise he got out. You know, he was at the Panthers and Warriors um, for a while, and he's been gone for a bit. Yeah. Um, and, and he wants back in, man. too, from um, the conversations I've like, during the week. To be honest, like, I don't know, the thing is, the, the sad thing is that it's done, there's only 16 spots, but, like, you'd love to see a Walker Brothers get a chance somewhere just to do something, just something. But it's all just the same stuff, and they go round and round, and, oh, Ben will be here, and he'll be here. And I'm too much uh, results-driven and not... Uh, well, I'm very surprised know. over the past two years. Holbrook's made a good name for him, I think, and Todd Payton's yeah, finally got really in there, and yep, he's yep. done his best. Um, but I, I'm surprised Tim Sheens hasn't even had his name, like, or oh, even he, got he's back only, He's over it. He's over he's, he's yeah. over I feel like that's more he, because he, he's happy he's, over there. Yes. Yeah, he would only come back to be a footy manager. But the worst part now I reckon he'd come back to do the field goal thing, not first grade, but he'd pay me... 500,000 to sit in the back office and That's right. go to Yeah, the worst part with Brown now, he's sort of, um, he's basically cast himself in that role, you know what I mean? Like the actor that gets only ever plays that one role. He's now going to be that rebuild co- coach and that's yeah, yeah, he's yeah. only ever going to get handed teams that are pretty well fucking down the bottom and he's going to have to try and drag them back up to where yeah. they are. So, But I tell you what, since Nathan Brown's been named as the head coach for last year, I mean, I said it before, you look at the recruitment, he's already making a statement. Whether that pays off or not, yeah, hopefully you, you, it does. you don't, you don't yeah. see too many coaches named to come in the next season that instantly have that impact and start setting things in place. Like, look at Trent Barrett. Like, he signed Corey Waddell. Yeah. Um, I might be missing 
someone. There's one. There's another one. Uh, yeah, keep going. Keep going. Go, there but, is someone else. But, but but yeah, just that comparison. Kotrick. Oh, obviously Kotrick. But and rumours of Walker. But nothing's. There's been rumours of from the Manly. The Manly. Coaching though, Canterbury's gone and done. You got David Fernagon there as an assistant. You got Dave Tengatoa, who I believe is. Should hopefully one day be a future NRL coach. Like he's awesome tangles. Well, everything I've ever heard of Ferner is just he's great for every organisation. Yeah, he he's puts awesome. his puts his little input into every part of an organisation. Yeah, he's clearly a it, very so. intelligent man. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get on to uh, the preview. Let's punch a preview out now. Let's do that. Uh, Cowboys Broncos on the Thursday evening at SunCorp. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cowboys get Maguire back, who's going to help Tamalolo into the thirteen. Stags named at six, which he played there last. Week. Anyway, Ricky comes back in for Fafita and Payne Haas is back. Thoughts quickly and uh, and this would be played under new rules. But uh, yep. I've got my key matchups of the five eights in the second row. I think they're probably the two positions that are going to make um, the biggest difference in this game. But I've got just way, if you look down both lineups, there's just way too many questions who's actually going to end up on top at the end of this game. Um, as I said, I don't want to tip a Queensland team apart from the Titans. So I'd like to tip a fucking Golden Point draw in this game to be honest but I'm going to go Cowboys 1-12 to first try scorer Felt and man of the match I think Clifford's um, been building quite nicely and I think he might take a bit more control this week I'm going to go purely as uh, penance for ever tipping a Brisbane team ever is um, Cowboys 13 plus I think Maguire back in is a big in and I think they'll play a bit of freedom and and uh, Broncos are eyeing off their road trip to What's 10 minutes out of Brisbane? Redcliffe. They can't go to Bali, so it'd be the under Redcliffe <laughs> in for their, uh, what is it, the Stony Bridge Inn. There yeah, we go. I, That's they don't um, deserve a post-season holiday. No, so uh, Cowboys 13 plus. This could be a space job by the end, and hopefully those young backs hopefully. for the Cowboys uh, have a bit of fun. Felt first try, I agree. Val Holmes is going to have a field day. I think he'll look so good last like, two weeks back. And with space to burn this week, it's, it'll be the Val Holmes show. Actually, sorry, that was one of my points. Holmes, Clifford, Drinkwater, they've actually played a bit together this year and well, two weeks back so. they were pretty freaking good uh, against Melbourne and in the Sharks they went okay yeah well, so, so. Uh, I think Holmes will finish in a high and secure his origin spot uh, Ollie I'm going to say Cowboys 1-12 to and just leave it at that oh yeah Holmes has got to be on the wing doesn't he yeah. Trev yeah I'm going to go Cowboys in this uh, they're just going to be at two good for the Brisbane uh, donkeys Beautiful. Spoon to Brisbane. Yeehaw. Titans, Newcastle on the uh, Friday evening. Kelly comes back into the team, which puts Spry under the wing. Corey Thompson dropped, which is uh, preposterous. But uh, Newcastle, welcome back. Brenko Lee and... Not Brenko, Adric. Which leaves it. Adric Lee. Adric. And uh, Bradman Best. Mm -hmm. Bradman Best. Uh, Kurt Mann goes into nine from suspension. they got a bit of firepower back. And Matty Utai... um, is on the bench. Go on, Ollie. Knights 13 plus. I'm oh, wow. Well, it's worked so far, my suspicion. <laughs> I've not tipped the Titans once this year and they're going good, so I'm going to keep not tipping them. Knights Trev. 13 plus. Now I'm going to go uh, the Knights, uh, Bradman Best, first try scorer. Yeah, I've got Knights 13 plus. I think they're just going to lift to another level. They improved last week and I think they're going to, obviously they're coming into the final, so they're, they're going to be trying to redline in the next couple of weeks. Uh, man of the match, Clemmer. I thought he was um, a little bit down on his previous performances last week. Even though he topped the metres, he didn't seem to have the impact. And I think he's going to have a very good impact in this game. And I've got first try scorer, Edric Lee. I There's one reason I'm not tipping the Titans here. And he's got number one in his back and headgear on. 
Uh, if Ponga was in his Newcastle team, I could see Titans winning. I is can't. in the Newcastle team. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Thanks, Scoop. If he wasn't, the point is uh, Newcastle. I think 1-12. to 12, I think this would be a, a game. Yep. And I'm going to go Ponga Ponga again. Yeah, nice. Need to hop on the Brimo Brimo. Brimo Brimo. It wouldn't would surprise me. I, yeah, Newcastle Because Dragons were in the conversation worst team last week. Souths and Roosters on the uh, main event on a Friday, which is a shame because it's Roosters Reserve. Look at this list of ins for the Roosters. Cordner, Tedesco, Friend, Lamb, uh, Ikalu, Cavalu, Ryan Hall, who I left off, but he's in as well, in the 21. Tuck and Takiyahu back. Like, teams will be lining up just to have them, any one of those players in a team. Uh, so they're all back. South Sewer's out for Jed Cartwright, and Masters is out for Gay Guy. Manu's got and Collins have been rested, and a couple others left off the bench. Uh, this will be a space job. This will be sorry, South, you're not top eight or top four. Tupanua first try. I'm going to go a bit of a <laughs> just a bust over there, and Kiri will be pulling the strings to to be man of the match. Bun. <laughs> Is that what you did, really? That's exactly what I did. <laughs> I've got my key match up with the halves, um, the Roosters halves. They've <clears throat> been uh, quite good, and I, I expect them now. to be better. Than Probably get fifties there. <laughs> the rabbits. I've got a feeling that um, they might might go back through the middle. The Roosters generally most games this year they've gone straight out to the edges and they've tried to burn teams on the edges. Um, I had a feeling last week that Sonny Bill was going to play thirty to forty minutes in the middle, which he ended up playing fifty minutes in the middle. Didn't have the impact, but they just wanted to make sure that they're getting ready, getting tough and going to start doing this stuff through the middle. So I'm expecting them to turn back into the edges and spend the first 30 minutes just terrorising the roosters, uh, the rabbits up the middle and then we're going to go Roosters 13 plus, first try score at Tupanua on that left edge and man of the match, Kiri just floating around the back doing what he likes. You're a clever man and a beautiful man, David. Ollie? Chuggy's 13 plus and I'm going to say, because why not, Ryan Hall to play and score his first NRL try. A not necessarily trick. first try scorer, but any time. Um, I'm not sure if he's still contracted for next year. I think is he true? Final year. Final year. I think he's going to score in his supporters he's, would hope he's not. He's going to score in his final game. I just have it <laughs> on Ryan Hall just quickly, Trev, because I'd say you've got the most Super League knowledge out of all of us. Just a quick yes, no. Because Ryan Hall has been so out of form, I guess, when he has played for the Roosters, does he get dropped from the England squad? Oh mate, the bloke's honest, five foot tall possible. and can't run. Like what? Yeah, to, to be honest, like his, <laughs> yeah. Like to be honest, his past is like best days, and that if anything, like he, he could go well as a like a back row front or something. Row. He's, he's, yeah, he's a he's a bench back rower. He's That's a bench right. back rower. Yeah. But his past is best days because yeah. t- there has been. I have watched a, a bit of Super League this year, and from what I've seen, they have some decent sort of outside backs that could do Coming a job that, right. are, that have played at least for the England Knights. I think like John yeah. Johnstone, for example, I reckon he's a decent player um, from Wakefield. You know, there is. Talent oh, mate, they in got, the Super League. They got some like, good young talent come through in the outside backs over in the UK. But well, he's Ryan lost Hall, a lot of pace, and your wingers, yeah, you need you need wingers that are flat out. And yeah, yeah I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play for England again. Yeah, we stay in age. He's a back row, and we're good on him. But I still have him in the squad, only like as a, in a mentoring role. Yep, but that's about it. Surely there's better wingers than him over there, honestly. From what I've seen, uh, uh, surely he's not. I, I if there's not so. six better English wingers, then well, I think Herbie's English, isn't he? Yeah, he I'll be Herbie play for on the wing. He's <laughs> been named for some 
squad for this year, hasn't he? I, I don't think they're home. playing, but he's been named in like Lions a development squad. Yeah. Maybe he's good, man. I like Baby. You guys are right. Three pair, uh, a really enjoyable Super Saturday I'm looking forward to because uh, all of our teams are playing, mm-hmm. except for the Titans who have uh, already won by then. Uh, Dogs and Panthers on the Saturday afternoon at 3 p.m. Post Redbacks Cup, we'll be up here watching that at the Greyhounds Hotel. Capewell comes in for Kiko, who's having a week off. He does it tough, Kiko. He's every second week off. having a week off as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, Crichton's a week off for Tyrone May, and Edward's a week off for Dane Laurie. It won't matter. Penrith will put uh, a space on these blokes. Nathan Cleary will probably wrap up his Dallium Award, and let's go first try. Liam Martin, why not? Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, well, the half... The Penrith just create more points. Dogs haven't been able to create many all year, and um, Penrith is just going to create a hell of a lot of points. Penrith 13 plus man of the match. I've uh, gone with Luai because I think they'll just um, keep. Uh, I think Cleary's just going to do his best to get through the game and not get himself hurt, and just give it out to Luai on the on, on, on an edge. And I've got first try scorer at Naden. Mm. Trev. Yeah, no, like I think Penrith will go out and win. Like, after the game, they're going to be uh, presented for JJ Guild and Shield, so you want to win on the night while he's getting an award. Of course, yep. Where's that at, ANZ? ANZ, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't write that down. Cool. Holly? Um, I'm excited for this one because it's my first trip to ANZ since the grand final last year, um, and I didn't think I'd be there at this point this year, obviously, because of COVID, the refurbishment isn't happening or the redevelopment. Um, Are you driving out? Do they just still do trains out there? I'm not sure. I actually have to talk to my brother about that. There, there are still trains out there. I'd say we'd probably drive because it won't be too many people, but um, Penrith 13 plus. Yeah. Uh, so Sharks play Raiders reserve grade at 5.30. Uh, the list of outs for the Raiders. Croker, Kotrick, uh, not Kotrick, uh, Cox, Stag, Croker. Uh, Rapana, White and Williams, Bateman, Whitehead and Papali. Yeah. Uh, Wade Graham starts at 6 for the... Sharks, Nene McDonald comes in, uh, Muare Hiroti comes in for Dugan, it's probably an improvement, Yes. and uh, Wilton in for Hunt. Uh, I'm tipping the Sharks here to, they play as well as they did last week. Um, they'll beat the reserve grade. They'll beat the reserve grade Raiders, 1-12. to 12. Uh, Graham man, the match playing 6, and first try, Molotano out in the wing, why not? Yeah, right. Nice. Um, yeah, there's too many rested for the Canberra Raiders. Um, there'll be no On a joy. side note, as I messaged you guys, you could have got $4 Raiders this afternoon and it got pulled down I'm very quickly. Pretty sure it was probably yeah. only up for about a minute and a half. Oh, it would have been up pre-post. <laughs> it would have been up before teams came out and then yeah, they true, pulled true, it true. straight away. But yeah, yeah, too many rested. There'll be no joy even if they do win this game um, <laughs> coming into the week after. I've got, yeah, Sharks 1-12. to 12. As you said, uh, man of the match, Graham, just on that edge with the short crash balls, as I said before. That's basically and their go-to now. And the left and kick. you've got Talakai running at Sam Williams or the other half that they've brought in that both cannot tackle, and Talakai is going to have a day out and probably score the first try as well. That's very good. Trev? Yeah, no, mate, I think our Sharks, you know, it's going to be a tough game. Like, I reckon it's going to be close on what it is. Like, Sharks without Sean Johnson, they're still going to find a bit of struggle. Uh, Canberra, their resting plays. It's going to be a tough Just one. Just their halves concern me. Yeah. That's really the only reason. Well, I reckon Canberra will be up for it. But uh, I reckon Sharks uh, will be just, just in it. I reckon they'll go golden point. Their best hope is to hurt half the team this week and then they might be able to do something next week. It wouldn't surprise you. A couple of blokes here that aren't in the top, like Sam Williams, you're not playing next week. Just go out and break someone. Just chop blocks. <laughs> we'll pay you fine. 
Ricky copped another 10 grand. What's he up to? About 110. Throwing water bottles. I think that's his first one this year, actually. No, but uh, career wise, what would he have, he'd be 110, 120 every year. Oh, he's year. paid for the refs' um, end of year parties. So every year happy. for the last decade. That's uh, uh, going Ollie quickly. Got Sharks 1 to 12. Okay, good. Uh, Tigers para. We get Brooks back, Talao back in for uh, Leilua. And Musgrove starting prop with uh, LOA out. Has he been injured or what, Musgrove? He should have played a lot He's been injured. No, no, injured. Yeah, he did uh, something bad, knee or ankle. Uh, Para, uh, as per program, no resting there, which is also a concern, really, because they've had to – they're scraping and struggling. Well, they want to end up fourth just so that they've got an extra week in the finals. They want to hope a couple players get injured so maybe a couple of the other blokes can come in and maybe play well. Um, Tigers 1-12. to Tigers are specials here. It's been building for a few weeks. Para, not very good. Tigers be up for this. The defensive looks better with Talao at centre. And I'd, as you said, like Musgrove. Kapoor first try with his pot plant in hand as well. Pop his little uh, azalea in one arm and his football in the other. He'll score first. Off a Benji long ball. Benji's last game for the Tigers. Man of the match. Nice. Yeah, that'd be good to see. Uh, I'm not sure it'll happen, but I'd like to see it happen. I've got the Eels 1-12. I've got Man to Match Gutherson um, doing the halves jobs because the halves aren't doing them. Um, and I've got Ferguson for the first try, if not first try, any time because he's lining up against Nofaluma. <laughs> the Action Bailey try of the week. Uh, Ollie? Ugh, Nofaluma should score a hat-trick then. Cause he probably will. When Fergo's <laughs> defending, he'll be 10 metres in and Nofaluma will have a yeah, but clear Nofo will be in there as well. <laughs> they they um, both like to shoot in off their wing. Uh, <laughs> Tigers 1-12 to 12 after the match. Get Chris Lawrence on the Tigers shoulders. Get nice. Benji on the shoulders. A nice little lap around the ground. Yeah. Yep. Tapping them off. That'd be awesome. You'd love to see it. Trev? Yeah, Tiger. Oh, I'll go for the Tiger Pies. Tiger, tiger Pies. Nice. Good on them. Warriors and Manly, you head to a Sunday afternoon, which... Um, <laughs> At least I'll be at the pub, so these guys be right. No RTS, he's, he's heading home. Is he gone home? No, he's staying, staying until after they get. They're all going to catch a charter flight home, apparently. Right, okay. So, anyway, he's injured. Hicker goes to fullback, Herbert Harris to back line. Funa starts at fullback for Manly with Tommy back in the uh, physio table. I'm going to go the Warriors 1 12. I think they showed enough there. And. Uh, RTS a big, big loss. That's a concern, but uh, I think Manly are just that far. They both had enough. Like it's yeah. Uh, you know what? This could be a thirty-six plays. I hope they just go. Let's go for broken. It's thirty-eight plays, thirty-two. That'd be at least amusing. I'm end up the game of the, the week. The forwards match up. I think the forwards match up pretty well on both sides. Oh, and Tolly Harris back. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I. I want to tip Warriors one to twelve, but I'm not sure if they. I think they're mental. They'll be ready to catch the plane as soon as they're done after this game. Uh, and Manly, I think, have got the edge in the centres. So I'm going to go Manly one to twelve. DCE's man of the match. He's actually been playing quite well the last couple of weeks. And Harper to score the first try. Oh, uh, both of you say together. Ready? No, sorry. Go on, Trev. Yeah, no, I'll, I'm going to go Warriors. I reckon they're going to finish the year off with a big bang. Uh, as we know, Todd Payton's gone to the Cowboys. Uh, the players that are on loan will go back to their clubs. And the boys who are with the Warriors will fly back home. You know, and just uh, things sort of Warriors and all the sacrifices they made. 100%. Oli? Warriors 1-12, to 12. boys, we're nearly there. We're hopping on the plane after this to go back home. Let's throw the footy around, have a bit of fun and end this year, this crazy year Makes on a high note. Yeah. 
Yep, exactly right. Uh, Dragon Storm, let's spend not much on this. Uh, Smith, Tino, Bromwich, Kafusi, Bromwich, Asafa Salmonola, all rested. Uh, this Sullivan, Spruik Sullivan comes in at seven. McGinnis goes back to nine with Hunt out. Corey Norman has been dropped. It won't matter. I think Melbourne Reserve Grade still beats the Dragons because they are bad, bad, bad. Yep. Papadazan first try. Let's go uh, Jerome Hughes man of the match. Sounds good with me. You mean Kappenhausen this week? Kappenhausen. Captain? Captain. Yeah. Captain good on Housen. him. That's a nice little... Kappenhausen? That's a nice... Um, it's actually is a nice bit of a... Tune. A nice tick of approval given... Um, and hasn't got he Hughes just gone and that far up the ratings oh, from yeah. the start of the year to the end of the well, year? Well, he's top... He's, he's got top four fullback now. Yeah, he's gone from probably about 12th up and... <laughs> oh, I don't know tw- Yeah, maybe. 10th, maybe. But, yeah, he's made massive improvements this year. I'm going to tip the Dragons just because they should fucking win this game. Um, they won't, but they should. Um, and same same reason as with the Warriors. I'd be, I'm expecting them to actually throw the ball around and play a bit of stupid stuff out the back and uh, Dufty and Lomax have enough skill to um, combine and first try score a Lomax man of the match, Dufty. But it wouldn't surprise me if the Dragons absolutely turned it up and got towed up by a reserve grade storm. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people, yeah, and enough to, uh, what is it? What is it, Dan? At uh, Wollong- no Wollongong. What's the what's Wing the nightclub State. there? Oh, um, down Wollongong. It's Windows or something, isn't it? No idea. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can't leave it. Anyway, who's looking Windows? What? Uh, yeah, the Dragons. Uh, we have just say Shelleys <laughs> down at Shell Harbour. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah Shelleys. There's a fight waiting down. What do. the fuck is that? Uh, it's a glass house or something. Anyway, all right, Ollie. One to twelve, Melbourne Storm. Good stuff. Now look at that seamless transition there. <laughs> this is what professional. Podcasting is all about. Now, our homework for the week was, and I said it out, uh, Jamie Nelson commented, did anyone see what he said? Can't be very good. Um, we're going to pick it was our... Penrith, 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 pretty much. Is that what he said? Mm-hmm. Uh, let me have a look. You know, whatever. Um, <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we have to... So, the, the, the homework for the week was to pick your... Uh, Dallium, so it's based position by position. Uh, best player in each position. Best player position of the year. So, and position of the year, coach, captain, rookie. And, we and then we that. extended that because I wanted <laughs> to pick more players. Like to and uh, yeah, so it went out to the 17. How are we going to do this? Uh, one we'll go what one position? We'll go no we'll go position now we'll do uh positions and then we'll go our one to seven at the end. end. Okay. Radio. Similar yep. to how we did the old uh the, the very start, the first thing back when Trev was uh look before COVID Trev was bloody isolated back then. But uh so back then how we did it. So full back of the year, Trev. Full back of the year for this year for me would probably have to be Pappenhausen. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. James Tedesco still. Tedesco. Tedesco. So talk us through Pappenhausen just quickly. Um, we won't elaborate on too much. But, yeah, no, uh, man, I just think uh, this was like a breakout year for him. Yep. Uh, he stepped up. He took on a lot of leadership uh, for someone so young and he took his game to the next level and it was evident and everyone thought Melbourne was going to struggle. Strong, quick, creative. That's right. Yep. Now, just quickly, uh Jamie Nelson's written in. Uh, he has said, team, team of the Panthers, I think he missed the point. Yep. Captain Cameron Smith, that's fine. Rookie of the Year, Stephen Crichton. And coach, Cleary Robinson. So, yeah, well, thanks, James, for writing in. I'll catch up with you soon for a punt and a beer. Uh, let's go to our winger of the year. Let's go the other way. 
All right, so I've put no Faluma in here, and I really didn't want to. I tried to find every fucking reason not to. But the blokes had 17 tries, six try assists, fucking 353 runs for 3,000 metres, 20 offloads, 111 tackle busts, 19 line breaks. Like, it is... His offloads are um, the, the closest to him was 25% less than what he had. Um, Addo Carr's given away twice as many penalties, twice as many errors. Like, statistically in attack, he is absolutely brilliant. His defence is not great, but I've given it to Nofaluma. Nofaluma just beating out Katoa. Yeah, Nofaluma as well. No flu for me as well. There's a Queen Sleep, uh, the Action Bailey Winger of the Year. Uh, it's David No Uh If Tupu had played all year, I would have considered him yes. and Henri mentioned the source because he's, he's back. Oh, and yeah, he's big, big time. Uh, Centre. I'll go first. Uh, Zach Lomax for me. Stephen Crichton. Stephen Crichton. Stephen Crichton. Okay. Um, do I have to justify my Lomax? No, you don't. No, have to. definitely. Makes sense. That's fine. Yep. Um, it's funny because it, it's been a season of obviously a couple of halves, but there's been hot streaks. Yes. So Campbell Graham, hot, hot, hot last six weeks, but before that, not. Um, and Lomax has been the one all the way through, and obviously Stephen Crichton, it's probably been a bit cold the last six weeks, but oh. I don't know if that's true. Just That's not his fault, I don't think. And I don't like think he's necessarily played, like, bad games. And also because they go teams are now... Behind him. Te- but also teams are now marking him as well. Yeah. And it's such... <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. But they've got so um, many options on that left-hand edge that they can go in front, they can well, go behind. It, it's and, so... Cl- yeah. It, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I don't, I don't <laughs> about it. Uh, no, I don't want to talk about it. Fuck it. Let's talk about it. Um... It's been so clever of Cleary, who I shan't be naming Coach of the Year because he's a fuckwit, uh, but the way he set up that team to not go to kick out, which created so much opportunity for Crichton, but then the back end's been, all right, we've set Crichton up as a superstar. Guess what? Now he can tackle Kicker. Like it's yeah. just, and then Kicker gets then the you, offload, and who's there? And Crichton's there. That's right. To take that offload. Or you got uh, outside him to, uh, to uh, Source or, or Needham. Source, yeah. Yep. Yeah, like just clever. Penrith have been so clever this year, and uh, it's going to be... Been, been the best team consistently by a fair... It's going to be interesting to see where Cleary fits without some of his assistants around him next year, but that's a different story. Um Five out of the year. I'm going to go Kiri. I'm going Kiri. I, uh, I'm Denard. I could have put, uh, I, I could have easily said Walker, but uh, I could have said Benji just out of nostalgia. Plus, he's been our best player by the way. And the obvious, and Luai and Sean Johnson. What a hot, hot uh, set. But I'm going Kiri. I love his support play. I love him as a player. What do you think, Dad? No, mate. He, he just. Um, if you look at it uh, statistically, as we were talking about before, um, Luai does have the stats, but Kiri is... Luai's going to play all 19 games. Kiri's won more games on his back than any other 5-8 running around, I think. So is there more kudos to be had playing well as a Johnson or as a Marshall? Part of a team or as an Or a, even a Luai or, or yeah. a Kiri? If, you, with, if you're picking a team of the year, I think it's an individual thing, to be it honest. It is an individual thing. Okay. okay, cool. Uh, I had Luai until about half an hour before we came here and I changed it to Kiri for the reasons that you put. He's carried that side on his back. But the reason I had Luai in there was, one, for the stats, two, because of the way he's played, and three, you think about how dominant Cleary's been this season. And he's been for, for Cleary to be that dominant, but Jerome Luai to still stand out, yep. that's huge. But Kiri, because he's had a bigger impact on his side individually. 
Now I'm going to go Kiri 5-8. Uh, uh, again, uh, Jerome's uh, played uh, real good this year. But I think it's because he knows he has – he can get dropped because you've got guys like Burton and that – but we're just waiting there, mate. Once you stuff up, you're out of here, you know what I mean? So, this is going to be a clean sweep, isn't it? Well, yeah, there it is. Halfback. Oh, do we need to say about Cleary? Cleary. Cleary. Nice man. Cleary. Uh, um, let's just get an opinion. We were saying, like, Nathan Cleary, what do you think of him now he's as just a player? He's absolutely dominated, mate. Like, he, he's got everything. He's got a running game. He go, he comes out and he fucking hits front rowers and second rowers. Like, mm. he puts shots on blokes. People. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say this in a comparing way, but he's the best defensive say, halfback the since half Andrew Johns, and that's what you're about to say. Hundred percent. Don't like, put the words in my mouth. That comparison. Brilliant but, short yeah. kicking game. Uh, he's bombs. He's little chips out to kick out and Crichton, and mate, he's just absolutely dominated this year. Mate, and for, and for all those supporters out there that has been bagging out James Maloney for the last couple of years, he's the reason why Cleary can do what he's doing now because he learned from him. Yeah, man, I can see that. Yeah. Well, the thing with me is I was so frustrated. And how is he? Twenty three. 22. Two. So he's the Australian halfback for the next 10 years as well, really. Yeah. yeah. And At least five. The, the thing is, last year people were crapping all over Cle- Ke- uh, Cleary because he had one bad year. He was still good before that. He had one bad it year. Wasn't people wasn't bad. Yeah. He, he, got a, he, he just to remember, he got injured. <laughs> and yeah. you know what? J- James Maloney was the lead half that year, so there's not too much he could do because he plays best when he is in control of the team. He wasn't in control of the team. And there were people calling him a dud and the worst player to ever be picked for Origin despite winning pretty much two series. I know he missed the last game. Game I'm pretty pretty sure last Mitchell's year. got him covered on that one. But, but um, yeah, but the thing is, people were calling. Well, who was that Newcastle winger? He's got to be the worst bloke ever picked for fucking Origin, was it? People were calling. Adam McDougall? No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Irish fucking. Yeah, I know you're about. Uh, Jack. Oh, no, well, um, he was a bad player, actually. He was the Paramount anyway, winger that played for Tigers. On. Yeah, Cle- Cleary was called overrated, <laughs> etc. And I kept saying he's not overrated. He just needs time. He needs control of that side. And the fact that people were calling him a dud at the end of last year and Mitch Moses the best halfback in the I game in the future, oh. New South Wales halfback the next year, it was a sure thing. Oh, mate, Mitch it, it Moses was, a, was never a sure thing. It was, it was, a, disgrace, it was a disgrace that, that people were saying things like that. And I think Cleary's proven himself this year. Mate, Cleary throws over the Nepean River and Mitch Moses still can't pop Parramatta River and there's no water in it. <laughs> uh, wow, okay. I'm hooker. with you. Uh, are we going hooker or are we going back or front? No, uh, hooker. Hooker, hooker. Hooker of the year. Uh, I'm going to go Cameron Smith. I'm going Cameron Smith as well. It wouldn't surprise me. There's two or three other blokes that you could pick, but I'm going. And I know everyone probably said you say Harry Grant, and I would have and been happy well within my right to say so. Coruscant's gone a bit cold late, but injuries are. He's yeah. had niggling stuff. Harry's the hot hooker, but fucking hell, Cameron Smith's still in the top five plays in the game, and it's. Doing what Again, he does individually, the way he just runs that attack yeah. and just picks times to just oh, we're going to score points now. You know yep, what? Two, there but it is. two weeks ago, we sat there and I sat there yep. in awe watching him just go. And I said, I said, these two forwards going over next set, and there was bang bang, and it was free to watch. Cameron Smith is obviously he's an immortal. He whatever he wants to be. And McInnes would have to be in the conversation as yes. well. Yep. Tough yep. as yep. nails, yep. but. I would have accepted both of them at hooker or uh, locker, wherever you might play. Uh, Ollie? Apisai Coruscant. 
yep. talk us through uh, it. more because of the start and the middle part of his season. I know he's gone a bit cold. I, I feel I feel like he has been the buy of the year he's and changed for, that team for the better. And un, un, until about four weeks ago, when he has been out and Penrith have now proven they can play well without him for the first ten weeks of the season when they were still playing very well. If you take Coruscant out of that team, they're not as good. probably drop a couple. Yeah, yeah. E- exactly because Coruscant and Cleary still had to develop that relationship. Yep. Um, that chemistry and it was going well but they still needed to finish that off and Cleary would not be playing as good as he has all year if not for Coruscant yeah no I'm going to go Coruscant like he's got those forward packs going he took a lot of pressure off at the beginning of the year and had to get that forward going and then I know the last couple of weeks he hasn't been what he has been but Overall this year, he's been by the year. He's the hooker of the year. Uh, Harry Grant has done awesome at the Tigers as well. And it, injuries uh, have but injuries, him, but in the day, Coruscant has to be hooker of the year. And yeah, the way he changed their attack. Um, obviously, I was a little bit unsure of how Penrith were going to go, and he's just straightened up that Penrith attack so much that um, yeah, he's been a massive difference to that team. Definitely. I can completely understand that pick. So we'll have a look at the props. Uh, what are you boys thinking of the prop of the okay, year? Okay, let's go prop You know what? My, my front rower of the year this year, and I know he uh, copped some injuries, but Daniel Safedi. Okay, yeah. Uh, People have sort of forgotten about him, but before he got injured, mate, he was red hot. If you'd asked me in round 14, I would have agreed. I can't now. But keep going, tell you story. Yeah, no, but that's all. Daniel Safedi, before he got hurt, mate, he was red hot. He was playing some of the best footy I've ever seen him play. He was playing better than what he did last year when he got picked for New South Wales. Yeah, well, it's he actually, he actually, understandable too. He actually stepped yeah. up to show, hey, this is why I got um, played Origin last season. Yeah. 100%. Uh, I'm going Takiyahu. Uh, he has ascended. He is now an elite, elite prop, and he carried that East pack through all those injuries. As a, what, how old is he? 22, 23? Oh, I think he is. 26, 27. No, he's just spent, but he's he's now, <laughs> but he has carried uh, he's through that injury spate. He's got him there. He's had the week. He gets a week off um, this week, but just as a player, he is top shelf and uh, he's my prop of the year. I'm going Josh Papali. Mm-hmm. Um, he has been he, he's been consistent <laughs> for Canberra. I know or, Origin. The thing is about his, this, there's no wrong answer. It's, yeah. I just like hearing. And, the and in Origin, you know, he's had his off uh, his off times, but in 2020 and always at club footy, he seems to be consistently one of Canberra's better players. He has done so again this year. It was it, it was a bit hard to pick prop because there are a, a number oh, of players so you can pick, but the whole um, forward pack. Yeah, there's so many, pe- and so many people. Uh, partly because yes, he has had a good season, but also he's remained pretty consistent for Canberra over the years. So I think that's what got him over the line for me, Josh Papali. Sia Siwa Takiyaho. He has been an absolute beast this year. Hargraves has been down on his usual performances that he puts out every year. And Takiyaho has led that forward pack for the Roosters. And in there's been a couple of games where he has single, single-handedly won them games by just providing yes. the... Uh, there, was, and there was one game the he running was... Running metres where offloads everything. Like, he is just... In my opinion, he is... I, I had him in around about seventh, I think, when I did this about six weeks ago, eight yeah. weeks ago, when I named my props. But I've got him people, as the best there's, prop there's, in There's the people the still moment. saying that um, JWH is, and it's like, are you watching his mate? Like, honestly... I think with JWH... Name value. Like, the thing is, he still has that go for it. He's a... 
proven premiership winner. And, like, when he's not playing, he sort of still struggle a little bit. But when he His says, impact's yeah, just not it, as much. Nah. Whereas yeah. Takeaho has had impact in pretty much every game I think he's yeah, played this right. year. Yeah. And, he's, yeah, yeah, he's been super. He's elite, elite. What is he, Kiwi? Tongan. Tongan. He's oh, captain. Tongan. Oh, of course. Second rower. Second rower. Um, I'm going to get in here. And I'm going to I, – I, this was obviously one of the hardest. Cause, oh, yeah. And when I get to my team – Because you could pick 20 of them. I would say this was – There's the no wrong answer here. Uh, I'm act, I actually defaulted here a little bit to Jake Turbo. Okay. I thought he was he's tremendous. A, I thought a he's a lock, though. Oh, he's been a lock. Shit. Mm. Right, I'll swap <laughs> you. Nah, mm, yeah. Uh, All right. So well, then you'll be answering after I'm going to Liam Martin in. Liam Martin? Move on. Yeah, Lee, yeah, he's playing okay. Liam Martin. Uh, well, the, yeah, I love two of them, but uh, uh, I picked him as a back rower just because I wanted to pick another locket. <laughs> <at lock>. um, <laughs> weekend weekend you go, you upon go. weekend, I've got Tohu Harris. Tohu Harris mm. has an, had an absolutely outstanding year. Do I have to have an answer? He has yeah, Lee just absolutely Start. every week worked his ass into the ground in a team that has lacked a couple forwards every now and then during the season and in my opinion Tohu Harris has been the best second rounder this year Very good. I have to say Liam Martin I know I told the story a couple of weeks ago but in the preseason around February so before COVID and everything I bumped into Liam Martin and was able to have a quick chat to him. He was nice enough to have a chat to me. Um, Are you taller than him or is he taller than you? I think I'm just taller than him from what I can remember. Yeah, he's sort of, but, um, I'm just wondering that because he's not a yeah. fellow. But, um, yeah, and he said that in the preseason, Ivan Cleary went around to each individual player and gave them a goal that he believes they could achieve that year. He said to Liam Martin he believed he could be an Origin player. He's playing like I'm not saying he will be picked for Origin. It'll be very tough, especially in the second row. But you know what? I think he's taken Ivan's faith in him and he is playing like an Origin player. Well, just not that as well. Like, I also heard... But he was a bit of a larrikin, a bit of a character. wasn't taking his footy too serious. Got got a rocket put up him, and then he's just okay. Pulled his head in. Pulled his head in. Isn't it funny? Because six weeks ago, if you asked me properly, I would have said RCG, and he's gone off a cliff. Eight weeks ago, yeah. Uh, Madison, same with second row. Uh, And isn't it just? I guess it's Parramatta. I think, ever, I think ever since Russell Packer gave Madison a bit of a touch-up, he's not been he's the same. It, it's not yeah. because of that, I, I don't think, but I think that's... But I don't know if I, and I don't know if the Campbell-Gale thing coincides with them playing better teams or it, maybe it was... An, I don't know. Well, the Definitely. forwards do have a big ego thing and generally you see if a forward does get rolled, he generally has two to three bad weeks. Like, he, he just sort of goes off the boil for at least two yeah. to three weeks. If someone well, Nathan Brown's only back for ten weeks. So he's and, just... Uh, yeah. Since Sean Bloor Lock just put him in us. Uh, lock of the year. I'm allowed to pick his IEO? Yeah. Yes. You sure are, because I picked him. Good. Now I'm just making sure that he's a 13. <laughs> We're getting in trouble for that. <laughs> <laughs> so I would have put J- JT and uh, Yo with the two. But, mate, what a workhorse. Any better workhorse in the comp. He just busts his butt. He does it. He's, he's, I love that he was captain last week. Yeah. Um, I love that. He, I love the way he plays now, where he plays almost. He plays. Uh, Ball handling almost a second five eight when he has to at times, but then he just tackles, rolls his sleeves up, and and he has got that team to what they've got to, and a big key of it. And For the past four or so years, he has deserved a Blues jersey, but again, it's that depth for New South Wales. Yeah, so and he, he might he be the, he might it. be the and we talk about backline injuries and stuff. He might be the tragedy that he doesn't get picked for Origin. Yep. He deserves to. 100%. Because oh, he'd play 80 minutes Origin and do it well, but you got 
Jake Turbo and blokes in front of him. Yeah. And but you've got guys like Dale Finucane, like hundred percent, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cam what, Murray. Twenty seven man squads this year. He'll be in he's gotta be at he's gotta be in twenty seven, but you could pick seven locks in that twenty seven really. He could. And Victor Radley's not fit, so Yeah, true. Uh Barney? Jake Dubovic, um, for all the reasons that you've just mentioned, he does exactly the same stuff. Um, he turns up week in, week out. Without Jake Dubovic, uh, Manly probably would have got towed up by about 40 in, in quite a few games, to be honest. He just does all that hard stuff. The only reason I was um, sceptical and I had another two that I wanted to pick was because of the last six weeks he's been playing 5'8", basically, for Manly, but he still gets through his tackles. Um, his running metres haven't been the same as they should be. He really needs to start Running first rather than passing, but yeah. I've got. I think he's. I th- uh, but I think he. I, I. I don't think that's his fault. No, he's been. Uh, yeah, he's he, been instructed. Yes, yeah. I think he's trying to play five eight basically. Um, you said yo, Trey. Yeah, like Tahu Harris. Yo, <laughs> mate. It's just. Yeah, it's just really tough. At, like Isaiah Yo's just uh, been awesome for the Panthers. Like you just can't go past him to nope. be honest. Now, before I get to the last three, I'm going to give you a couple of. Uh, I'm going to give you a couple of without notice. Okay, yeah. Uh, pot plan of the year. Jesus oh. Christ, mate! My, my pot plan of the year. We know who yours is going. <laughs> please tell me. Please tell me. Please tell me. He got me. dropped this week. I'm pretty sure. Place for Newcastle. Please tell me. Yeah, no, mate. Uh, mm. Mate, uh, like I have to admit, Fitzgibbon, mate, from Newcastle, he's my pot plan of the year. Ollie. Oh, this is going to be very controversial, and it's only because I've been on the pod for a few weeks. It doesn't matter how long you've been on here, mate. No, it's never controversial. In that time. No, you told him not to mention him, I'm pretty sure. Mitchell Pierce, because Oh, no, that's fine. No, uh, no it's Moyle. He was going to say Moyle. Yeah. No, you know what? <laughs> Mitchell Pierce, I've had him as my pot plant twice, and it, it's just because as well, I know he is a hot and cold player, has been his whole career. I have been on my page at least pretty critical of him, but... This year, he never really had that hot streak that he has every year. He's just remained mellow. And you know what? When Newcastle are doing well, he's usually the catalyst. He has had a few good games. But this year, it's been Pong Pong, your your boys. So um, Mitchell Pierce has sort of had a bit of a drop-off. I love how now I've adopted Pong Pong. Pong Pong. Pong Pong. Uh, well, I do, what I do love is, uh, what I do love is like just do, in doing this show, I've made a point of watching more footy, yeah. which I watch a lot anyway. Mm-hmm. But I tend to like fall in love with players more. Um, but... I just think off the top of my head because I gave myself no notice either, even though I wrote it on my notebook. But, um, <laughs> no, because I had someone else in mind. But the more I think about this, Joey Lelou was getting a pot plan this year because yeah. hype yeah. signing, yeah. he came to the trials, he tore it up, he put no for for six tries in two trials and this and that. Wow, and fucking hell, honestly. He's on 500 a year and have a look at him. Anyway, uh, he gets my pot plant, but uh, there's a long list I could pot plant there. Oh, everybody Barney. knows who my favourite is, and that's Riley Jacks. I think he's only played about four games, but I don't. I'm pretty sure he got pot planned every four games that he's played. Yeah. <laughs> the Barney. bloke's a fucking reserve grader in reserve grade. Barney. The bloke's yeah. not a first grader. I'm going to stop you right, right there. Right there. <laughs> show, show some respect to the Canadian international halfback. All right, come on. Now I don't know how he gets a start at me- at fucking Melbourne, let alone any other team. <laughs> and like, now, most improved. Most improved. Ooh. Most improved. It's a good one. Uh, it is a good one. That's a real good one. Uh, not not for Uma. <laughs> that's good. An- that's good answer. Um, 
Jerome Luai went from being the guy who came off the bench for 20 minutes a game last couple of years at Penrith, played half the season in reserve grade, half on the bench, and would come on for 20 minutes and not really know his place, not really add anything. And I nearly picked him, but I had him for a while as 5'8 of the year over Luke Keary this year. So I think that says it all for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, a good, that's a good answer. Yeah, that's I hadn't grading. considered, but I think yeah. you're probably right. Uh, Barn? Uh, mine would have to be, well, I think you blokes, all three blokes mentioned him, um, Liam Martin. He went from a bit piece player, um, getting 20 minutes every second or third game, to now being a starter and a bloke who actually has an impact on results. And so. I believe he won the boys some money down here a few times as well. Oh, yes. He was very good to us, uh, as is Tino. Uh, I'm going to actually just give it to Tino. Yes. Tino for yeah. But he's always been a good player, but... Can I? No, actually, I won't. No, you know what? I won't because this is. I, I hadn't thought this at all. I just put, wrote, wrote it down and he was. <laughs> but you're right. You've talked me to Luai because you're right. Luai is a genuine representative 5'8. Yeah. He was and a big piece. He was last just. Year. Uh, he was 14. He was a 14. He was a Tyrone Peachy last mm-hmm. year. Um, oh, I've got an honourable mention if it's okay as yeah, well. Question. Dylan Edwards halfway through oh, Yes, yeah. 100%. Because he could not catch a ball whether yep. he was guarded or not, and now he's 100%. making 200 metres a game. I, one of the better fullbacks it, in the NRL. You know what's all in common? They play for one team. And this is, we'll get to coach of the year because I can't possibly name coach of the year for that one. But <laughs> I think the, we're going the, to. The Penrith <laughs> coaching staff have done a tremendous job with the uh, players they have at that team because look at who they've got. Look, they've rebuilt Josh Mansell. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say Mansell's back to his best. He's still no, but he's, he's pretty bloody close. But he's, good, but he's, he's played better. Yeah, he's he's good for what he is. Oh, yeah. he's, he's tremendous. Um, all right, let's do uh, no buy of the year quickly. I think we're probably all key. Coruscant. Coruscant. Yeah, Coruscant. Yeah. Um, so coach of the year, we go, bud. Cleary. Um, he's taken the team from where were they? Ninth last year, tenth, tenth. last year, to um, minor premiers and only losing one game. Uh, it, he's changed the way their attack. Um, that's had a lot to do with Coruscant, which is obviously his decision to buy that person to bring in and straighten up their attack. And yeah, go from tenth to first. Ivan Cleary. Yeah. Ivan. Ivan. Well, it's clearly Todd Payton because fuck Ivan Cleary. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, Justin Holbrook. Come on. Now, They're above the now, world. Uh, he's a notable The Penrith system, I don't know. I don't much how much credit. Like, they have built a system that works. Their fitness program works through um, old mate of your plug. Knows. Knows he's the. Yeah. That's a guy. Mate, he's awesome. They're, no no major injuries, really. They're all fit. They're all ready and firing. They've built a young team, a 20-year-old average team, into a hot team, and that's kudos to the Penrith system. I'll say Penrith system is the coach of the year. <laughs> uh, captain, uh, rookie? rookie of the year. Oh, no, yeah, rookie of the year, Harry Grant. Yeah, I've gone with Harry Grant. Yep. Oh, mate, it's a tough one between Harry and uh, Crichton. That was my other one. Uh, Has Crichton... Bradman Best is still technically a rookie. But he played three last year. If he didn't lose eight didn't weeks... Crichton play yeah, four, that's right. Didn't Crichton play four or five last year? No, he yeah, no that, was, that, that was my question. Was he No, I, I, I think the eligible? qualification is no. three games last year, and I think they're both... I think all three of the blokes I just mentioned are... Uh, uh, they? Yeah, less than three. Okay, still Grant. Yeah, Harry Grant's in the contention for Dally M. 
So exactly when the yeah, that's right. When it went he'll be the Queensland doors. hooker this year. He will. It's simple. Who else is going to? Mahoney won't be, and Smith won't come back. So, as I said earlier in the year, I think they may go with Friend just to give him that last cap and have Harry on the but bench. You've, oh, but he plays fourteen then. then. Yeah. If if uh, if Harry's yeah, not yeah. starting, he plays fourteen for Queensland. Yeah. And what an what an amazing sis. I, I wish he was with us for life. We got Ben Hunt. Yeah. Anyway, no, please, really. Anyway. <laughs> I just yeah. wanted to see your reaction. Captain of the year. Oh, I don't, I don't care because I don't follow Queensland, but really. Uh, Captain, I'm giving to RTS to not see his kids grow up for six, six months, months. It's yeah. something I messaged about. So it's something I couldn't do as a human being. No. I respect the fact he's done it for his team and 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 carried them and played the best the he's season. played in like, two years. Carried their attack for a lot. Got obviously. back to his best yeah. and been a sensational player. To give up seeing your kids' first steps and your kid do this and that, that's an, a big thing. Led from the front. How many times did he go missing during the year? Never. No. Never. He played his best. This is his best year in a long time. I'm, and, I'm um, jumping on the boat with you. I, and I'm with RTS. Yeah. I would argue the first few weeks of the season he might have been a bit <sighs> under his radar. But in, in, in the end, especially the past ten weeks, he's gotten there. But but that's just a small thing. I, I small negative. I but I think well that I think that's in, in a, and as a as a father and I it, think that's an indication of to, put, putting your body and soul into your team. Not you you just got to accept that and go you know see your kids on Zoom and yeah. And I think that's he's, but it, and I wa- he's played tremendous. I want to give um, Carrigan a notable mention because he is backed up week after week. I know he's a co-captain and all the rest of it, but the bloke's twenty one and he just puts his ass on the line every week and just does the work that nobody else wants to do. Yep. And he was next in line. And um, I could have easily picked him at second rower. Um, and I just didn't because it's Brisbane. But I yeah. well, actually, now I think about it, I feel guilty. So let's do our 1-17 to 17 for the year. Oh, that was the next part uh, of Oh, for my uh, captain, Cam- Cameron Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Cameron, Cameron Smith. Smith. It's a bit of a snooze. Yeah. No, Obvious reason. Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith. Yeah. Trev, Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith. Yeah. Alrighty, and um, so the the next part of our homework was the one to seventeen. Have you done it, Trev? Or you? Uh, to be honest, I, I'm, yeah. I'm old school. I've just stuck with how the Tally him straight up. That's fine. Yep. Only, yep. Uh, I'll go first. Why not? Right. Yeah. So, what so are we I'm going to go for a second winger. Yeah. No. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh, you want to go the whole thing? No, one to seventeen. Just right. I've I've only got have you done it? Yeah, I've done it. I've got one to thirteen. That's fine. Yeah. You pick we'll some. You pick first, your favourite players in the bench. I just the only reason I did seventeen is so I could just put some honourable mentions in. Really, I will do your list first, Eileen, and right. then me and Daggy can argue about the seventeen. Awesome. Okay, so Tedesco fullback. There's no balance. Just, yeah, sorry. Tedesco wings are Nofaluma and Katala. Centers are Crichton and Manu. Halves are Kieran and Cleary. Props are Papali and Fisher Harris. Hooker Coruscant. My second rollers are Martin and Tupanua. And at lock, Isaiah Yo. And you know what? 14 to 17, AJ Brimson, Jamal Vogarty, Corey Thompson. Proctor, Corey Thompson. <laughs> Let's go, boys. Go on, Bar- oh, I'll go first. I'll give Barney the final say. Uh, I'll go Tedesco, Nofaluma, Manu, Lomax, Mansour at five. Just out of respect. Uh, Kiri, six. Cleary, seven. Takiyahu, eight. Smith at nine. Haas, ten. Martin 11, Carrigan 12, Yo 13. The bench will be Ponga, Harry Grant, Talakai, and Mitch Barnett, just because I love those last two and I had Barnett's to pick them somewhere. Awesome. Beautiful. I just had to pick some favourites in there. And honorary mentions to, yeah, Luai and all the blokes we talked about before. Yep. Okay, so we've got Tedesco at one, Nofo at two, Crichton at three, Katoni Staggs at four. Uh, going back to Adokar at five, Kiri Cleary, 
Smith at hooker, uh, Takiyaho at eight, and Haas at ten, Tohu Harris in eleven, and uh, Tomalolo at twelve, Jake Jaboyevich thirteen. I've got Clemmer, James Fisher Harris, and Murray as my props on the bench, and Munster as my fourteen. Now you've obviously picked a balanced team there. Yes. If you could pick two blokes that you just love watching and to throw in there, like I've done gratuitously, who would they be? In a certain position? Or? No, no, just on your bench. Oh, Talakai. Yep. Talakai has Which had an absolute breakout year, and um, either on the bench or even you could probably even push Lolo out just due to injury and um, being in start. a shit team. And um, you see here, I had Talakai starting. And Isaiah, yeah. Isaiah Yo is just is the glue that holds teams together, and he's another one that I'd love to have in a 19 if we're going to go and yep. chuck him up. No, I just asked you, because yeah. my bench was purely to... And oh, well, AJ, AJ fucking Munster, like obviously Munster can probably do a little bit more. He's a little bit bigger body, but AJ's deserved a spot in as an honourable mention in any team in the last six to eight weeks. Good job, guys. I think we've probably covered everything. We've gone probably an hour and 40, so that's good. Um, been a pleasure as always, gentlemen. So next week we've got round 20. We'll do a season wrap. What we do next week, our homework, is we'll go back and listen to oh, – well, you're in charge of that, Barney. Yes, I will. You'll go back and listen to the first episode where Trevor, Trevor and I put our, sat down with producer oh, Tony. I'll bring in yes. pre-season predictions from Rugby League, in my yep. opinion. Beautiful. So we're going to look at our pre-season predictions and tell me why I was it's wrong to tip Brisbane to win the comp. everybody. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So we're going to uh, give it to everyone. We'll just go back and look at that. As well as look forward to look forward to the finals, and then as we get through finals, we'll have a few more fun and games, uh, Origin teams, and that sort of thing. But pleasure as always, guys. Let's uh, should we get uh, yeah, should we get the bongos out again, Trevor? I think you're pretty keen now. Let's uh, yeah, let's uh, bring out the musical instrument. Anything else to add about footy and stuff? Footy's the best. Footy is pretty fun. Always will be. I do love footy, but anyway, guys, it's close. thank you for making it this long. Like, subscribe, all the usual stuff on social media, and the rest of it. Catch you next week. No, no. Trevor's excited to have his little shaker back. Oh, the bongos are flying. Settle down, Ollie.